1: What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders. While supplies last. Minimum ten dollars per order. Additional terms apply.
2: What's up everybody? It's your boy, Mr. Slice, and I got some exciting news. The Doughboys are going back on tour in 2022. That's right. Ticket info at headgum.com slash live. That's headgum.com slash live. See you there, baby.
3: We come to this place for magic. So begins an advertisement launched by the world's largest movie theater chain in September of this year, part of a $25 million campaign. The on-camera narrator of this poetic plea for in-person cinema attendance amid the ongoing COVID pandemic? An actress with a storied career. Academy Award winner Nicole Kidman. A homegrown star in Australia, in 1989 she broke through in the U.S. starring opposite Sam Neill and Billy Zane in the aquatic thriller Dead Calm. Two on-screen collaborations with Tom Cruise, Days of Thunder and Far and Away, led to a real-life collaboration in the form of Holy Matrimony, though the marriage would end in 2001, not long after the duo starred in Stanley Kubrick's final film, Eyes Wide Shut, itself a portrayal of a strained marriage. Kidman's career continued to thrive in the yachts, netting an Oscar nomination for her role in Moulin Rouge and a win for The Hours. In 2006, she wed country musician Keith Urban, a fellow Aussie-turned-American star, And in the 2010s, she scored two more Oscar noms for her turns in Rabbit Hole and Lion. Though it's symptomatic of the evolving industry that, in recent years, this movie star's most notable roles were on the small screen in HBO series Big Little Lies and The Undoing. As for the theater chain she's endorsing, which is credited with inventing the multiplex and has made a conscious effort to improve its food offering since launching dine-in theaters in 2008, are its hot dogs worth the price of admission? Do these steamed meats and soft bread live up to the audacious tagline of the Kidman led campaign, We Make Movies Better? This week on Doughboys, we continue Dog Dough Bark Fest 2021, a month long celebration of hot dogs and pet dogs, with AMC. <laughs> Welcome to Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants. I'm Nick Weiger, along with my co-host, Jig Sausage, the Spoonman, Mike Mitchell. Wow. Hello. A portmanteau of jigsaw and sausage.
2: Before you, you will see five linked sausages. Uh, I already ate them. To him. get out, you are—you have finished up. You have finished my jigsaw maze. Okay, that's all it was. It was an it's eating competition. Easy.
3: Yeah, no, I just saw five link sausages. I just ate them <laughs> right away.
2: You may go on your way. Congratulations.
3: <laughs> okay, thanks. Hey, man, uh, forget what people are saying about you. You seem like a cool dude.
2: Thanks. You maybe we could come by and we could ride tricycles sometimes. Hey, man, that sounds like a blast. (laughs) I've been into that since I was a kid, but it would
3: be a lot of fun.
2: Man, we got to get back on stage and improvise again, huh?
3: (laughs) Mitch, that was sent by Russ, uh, roastspoonman at gmail.com, and Russ included a Photoshop. Mm. Check this Mm. out. Look at this thing. Mm -hmm. That's pretty good. Wow. Jesus.
2: You got the little rosy cheeks there. You're holding a hot dog even. He, it kind of just looks like my, it looks like me in a coffin. <laughs> that's what that, that's, that is, that's going to be me on my, when you go to my wake, this is what you'll see. Wow. Is, the, is, was how I look here dressed up as Jigsaw. Uh,
3: we appreciate the extra effort. Thank you, Russ. And, mm-hmm. uh, Mitch. We've yep. we've got a we've got a whole lot of show here today as we continue Dog Dobark Fest 2021 a month long grilleration of hot dogs and pet dogs. Uh, but That's before right. we get before we get into that, we do want to talk about uh, something a, a, a little bit serious, which is that right now there is IATSE, which is the uh, you know a film and television union, uh, which That's employs right. and theatrical union, which employs a basically everyone who actually makes this stuff. You know, like you know you and I, yeah. we we write and we act, but there are people who have to. Uh, lug equipment around and operate cameras and and cater and uh uh you know and 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 build sets and and uh do people's makeup and hair there there's just so many so many different jobs and fields are are underneath this umbrella underneath yeah. this one union uh
2: and look I I am the most important one on set I'm saying me specifically sure, not actors right. <laughs>
3: But right now they are—they have voted to, to, as of this recording, they have voted to authorize a strike. Uh, they have a strike Hell scheduled yeah. for uh, this coming Monday. Mm-hmm. You know, you and I have both been in these sort of labor disputes before, these sort of labor struggles, and oftentimes, uh, the, this will—the deadline will lead to a resolution, which will result in no work stoppage and and you know, work conditions improving. But whatever happens, we just wanted to express both of us express our solidarity with
2: with IATSE right now. Yeah, we sub- we support for sure i mean i i I, they work long hours they like you were saying they do like a lot of the 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 heavy work they you know like uh hair and makeup grips electricians like so many of these Mm -hmm. people are there at the start of the day and then at the end of the day so that's another part of it too is some people come and go but these people do a lot of work and they don't get paid enough and they work long hours and they work into the weekend and they deserve to to make a, a a a a livable wage off of that and and not have to you know all these streamers are making more and more money and they're trying to to yes. to pay people less. And it's fucking awful. It's terrible. And and uh 100% back those all of Iozzi and and uh they deserve it and I hope that they get it. These streamers, I mean they 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 they're they're full of shit and they make millions and millions of dollars and and they people they pay people less and less. I hope SAG follows right behind them. I mean I'm I'm concentrated on Iozzi but I'm saying like I hope my union strikes too.
3: Yeah, it's 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 all it's all coming to a head because these these streaming companies that you mentioned are, they're all they're all just giant media companies themselves or owned by giant media traditional media companies. So yeah, you know, for them to to plead poverty and act like well, it's internet content and you know they they have all these different rates and exploitative uh, labor practices. It's it's uh it's it's a thing that that hopefully will be resolved without a work then stoppage. Why are but if you a work stoppage is what's needed, then great.
2: You know what I mean? Wh- why are what? you in it then? Why are you yes. why, why are you Amazon in show business then? If there's not right. a money a, a, if there's no money to be made, why are you in this business? You know what I mean? Yes. Like yeah. I understand why actors, directors, writers and crew, uh, people who have a passion for what they do, they want to make things. So why are you in it? Amazon is interested in making things. just fucking bullshit Wags. They have they they make so much money. It's Mm -hmm. fucking. I mean, it pisses me off. I'm gonna get too mad, and I'm not gonna gonna get too mad. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna talk about putting Jeff Bezos in a fucking headlock, and I'm just gonna be fucking pissed off (laughs) in a minute. But I think that'd be tough. I think that bald head would be slippery. It would be a slippery. You are you are right. But just uh, all those all those people work. They have a passion for what they do, and it's just funny Mm -hmm. when people are like. I mean, I think a lot of the times people are like Hollywood elite and then like say that to like a grip and then watch him like yes. destroy you and rip exactly, you yeah. from limb.
3: <laughs> um, no, yeah. Say that to a working class painter who's trying to string together jobs. It's 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 yeah, it's a it's it's a there's a lot of there's a ton of people who who make these who are there's a ton of labor required to make anything and yeah. a lot of these people have not glamorous jobs and are not compensated fairly. Um so yeah, solidarity with Iatsi and on that note Mitch, you know, uh, uh, also want to express solidarity with Kellogg's workers who are striking right now and John Deere workers who are currently oh, yeah. uh in the midst of a uh, yeah, uh of their own labor struggle. Uh you know, John Deere workers so essential to the food supply. Um so I mean it's uh yeah, hey 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 everyone out there who's trying to get things and make things better for themselves at their place of employment. God bless you. And Godspeed.
2: I, I think that the class struggle in this country is, is, is a big deal. And a lot of people are, are, are working long hours, not getting paid for it. And there's a lot of people that have more money than they'll ever have anything to do with. And then than they'll ever need. And and it's just it's yes. ridiculous. So um, that picture of that guy in the, the Kellogg's striking outside in the rain was, was cool and shows it's a stirring image. Yeah. Um, has Has Octavia Spencer uh, commented on any uh, IATI Instagram posts? Uh, she has, and no any new ones? comment. Uh, <laughs>
3: all, right. all
2: right, we don't need to explore that further. Uh, Mitch, I know you got. Oh, uh, we can't touch all that, all on that, that subject. That's too touchy. When someone says something stupid, <laughs> <laughs> can't touch on that. Someone said something fucking stupid. You can't t- talk about it. Gee, it was fucking foolish. Yeah. Anyways, moving on. Yeah. to Spoon Nation, uh, and Wags. Well, first of all, I just want to quickly say, in the last episode, I talked about going to the Red Sox game. I That's got a right. Fenway Frank and a sausage. Mm-hmm. We've over, we've been over on two episodes now, but I accidentally said I was at the NLDS, and people gave me a lot of shit. I know the Red Sox are in the American League. I said they were moving on to the ALCS after that, and I just want to, and also <sighs> I. People are exhausting. What, but what I, what I want to say is that when you talk all the time, you just get a lot of things. You just say stuff wrong all the time. Yes. It's been eye-opening. Yeah. And you know what? That brings me to my next point. Lay off the presidents. <laughs> all of them. It's hard to
3: talk in front of a microphone. Sometimes you misspeak.
2: From lay one through them. 45, lay off. It's a tough job. I guess 46, too. But yeah. Lay off all of them, it's fucking hard, why you're right
3: you know I mean, what, it, a lot of work a lot of workers out there are in really tough straits right now, tough conditions, but no one has it tougher than the president, so mm-hmm, solidarity with mm-hmm. the presidents
2: out there all of I them i feel I feel especially bad for the last one too um, <laughs> but wise, I think you know what I'm saying like uh, like yes. i'm like i did i didn't say I didn't say nlds like I was and then sure enough, I did. And uh, uh, that, you know, I I I was baseball was my favorite sport as a boy. I know this stuff, but well, what, what do you do? You you say stuff wrong all the time. What the fuck am I supposed to do? You know what I mean? When you talk Guess
3: extemporaneously, what? you're sometimes gonna misspeak. Yeah,
2: it's gonna happen again today. So let's get mm-hmm. started. Great. Uh, wait, but first, a little drop. Hit it, Emma.
0: Hey, Ma. Ma.
2: He's been having some problems.
0: I waited outside.
2: Mm. That's such <laughs> fucking bullshit.
0: Mm. I took remote. What are you talking
2: about? <laughs> I
0: wanted a-
3: the oven at 450. Thanks <laughs> <laughs> for helping like
0: out my boy. <laughs> Tell the story,
3: Orido. Yo, know, Mitch would be nowhere without you.
0: Tell the story,
2: Orido. This is insane.
0: Hey <laughs> In Full time, you talk your- <laughs> Call all time to call your
3: hey, <laughs> <Hey, ma. laughs> You had this down at 425.
2: Wow. Wow. Quite a drop there. Quite a drop. A long a long boy. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll talk about we, some long boys today. Hot dogs. We definitely will. But Here's, here's here's the email, Wags. Hey, Doughboys, longtime listener, first-time dropper. I made this drop for my girlfriend Darcy's birthday. Fun fact, she has the same B-Day as the Drop King. Hmm, now wow. I'm seeing why this was picked. <laughs> <laughs> and it, does it say the date here, too, so we don't forget it, Drop King? Because, because I got her hooked on Doughboys, and I was inspired by the recent drop-off. So that's why... This drop was made. I actually grew up on a small dairy farm in southern Wisconsin, and our milk went to make chipotle cheese for a little while. Wow. wow, very cool. That's cool. Thanks so much for the show. It truly brings us so much joy and laughter every week. Thanks, Dylan Paris. Thanks, Dylan Paris. That's that's his name. At pop pop underscore Paris on Twitter, or pop pop dot Paris on the Dosecord.
3: Oh wow. hey, This a dose quarter.
2: and then he 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 also gave a uh, a SoundCloud uh, a SoundCloud link. That's nice. I mean, you're gonna read the URL or HTTPS <laughs> colon <laughs> forward forward soundcloud.com forward slash Dylan dash Parish dash nine zero one four seven two zero one one forward slash Hey dash ma dash the dash mitch dash life dash story dash doughboys dash drop thank you are you happy you piece of yeah, shit I am. why i can't believe dog dough bark fest is winding down we are approaching the end of dog dough bark fest but man. the ever clicking the ever clicking talk of the watch <laughs> that's right The ever clicking tick of the clock—that's what I meant to say. The sound, the
3: the 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 sand in the hourglass Mm, is slowly draining. My my the lower better. (laughs) We're saying the same thing, but uh, uh, but we're we are we are cresting here. We're we're Mm. still going uphill because we have a fantastic, fantastic guest here for Dog Bark Fest. Oh yeah. The Culinary Director at Doghouse, Platinum wow.
4: Club member, Doghouse, Adam Gertler is here. Hi, Adam. Gentlemen, hello. Wow. Wow. So great to be here and a very happy dough Do- 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 Bark Fest Do- Do- <laughs> to all of you. No, uh, yeah, Dog dough Bark Fest is a big holiday for a sausage maker like myself. I've been celebrating it for many years. <laughs> Um, wow. You know, in Munich, obviously Doug Dobark fest is celebrated very strongly. Right. Uh, not as much in the past year, but yeah. Wow. So great to be here, guys. Emma, nice to see you as well. This is great. You know, I'm sure if this has ever happened to you guys when you're you're a guest on a show and mm-hmm. you have listened to the show. So you're listening to the show, and then you forget that you're you're on the show. You're just listening to the show. That's kind of what happened earlier here. Wow. To me. Oh yeah,
3: yeah. I've I've, been, I've had that mindset before on shows that I that I listen to. Well, I, not this. I've one. never I've never listened to this show. Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> I wouldn't listen to this.
2: <laughs> well, Adam, it's 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 great to have a hot dog king here for, yes. uh, for a hot dog king for the for
4: dog Doe bark fest. A prince, maybe a prince, maybe. Thank you very much, though. Thank you. No, honestly, it was such a thrill to hear you guys talk about doghouse. When that happened, it was huge. I was sharing it with everyone on the corporate team. We were all so excited. I know the Doughboys can't be bought, so we know that, like you know, it was all genuine. Your experiences. I think one of you even ordered food from my store, which is the Hollywood uh, cloud kitchen location. Um, okay,
2: I ordered. Yes, I ordered food from Hollywood at at, at one point. So. Yes. Yeah, yep. that was awesome. Hell yeah!
4: And it's and by the way, it was it was great. It's great. We love Doghouse. I know that's so great to hear. And then also in Let's Be uh, Frank segments, is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. The Let's Be Frank, um, with the this the show with the best intro going consistently. Oh. Um, <laughs> we got a shout out there too. That was a big deal. I, I yelped while listening um, in the in the shower. My startled my wife when a. I think your guest, um, I forget who it was, Morris, maybe something Morris. Uh, mentioned us, and uh, yeah, that was wild. Oh, was it Jordan? Maybe, who, yes, might have been Jordan. Jordan yeah, who it was. It was yeah, on yeah, it like the, It was on the first or second. Let's be frank, and you guys were, and somebody mentioned that they live near a doghouse. was, yeah. I there. think that was, I think that was Jordan Morris when we went
3: to. Um, That's it. Yeah, that 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 yeah, because we, we that was when we reviewed Golden Road,
2: Mitch, and uh, and and doghouse came up. Well, Wags, you know what? Mm-hmm. I've I've I fucked up, and uh, you know how I said howdy Ho," I'm supposed to go. Hur, hur. I'm supposed to bark this month. That's right. That's right. So I, I had to the get rules a bark. Dog don't Do bark Fest. Mm-hmm. Thank you for Along doing with that. W- Wolfie and Germa. I uh, two, two dogs. dogs. I'm going to see him soon.
3: I, Adam, I, I do want to talk about Doghouse, but I but I also want to back it up a little bit because, uh, like Mitch, you have a connection to upstate New York or midstate New York. I don't know exactly how the, the, the New York geography is. Is that In that you went to Syracuse, and my understanding is that part of why you got into food is because of Dinosaur
2: Barbecue, which is uh, a, a restaurant we've wow. talked about on, this, on the podcast. We just talked about it.
4: Yeah. Really? Why yeah. did you guys talk about it? Just on the, today's episode, actually. Oh, right on. Oh, that's right. That's right. I haven't heard that one yet because that's today. Um, yes. <laughs> you can <skip> so it. <laughs> I went to Syracuse. Mitch, you went to Ithaca, right? That's right. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the first time I had ever had barbecue, which is odd to say Syracuse, New York, because it's certainly right. not a Mecca of barbecue. But I will say um, in the 20 plus years since being in Syracuse, I've had the best barbecue all over the country. And John Stage's dinosaur barbecue still holds up. That food is so wow. great. And yeah, that changed my life. Like when I went to college, I was always into food as, as a kid, but you know, I had grown up on Long Island, bagels, mm-hmm. pizza, Chinese food, Italian food, wash and repeat, all great, but not a lot of variety. Then yeah. also you got Gaber's there, probably chowing it down before you can get to Gaber's it. got to most of the food before me. I think that was a lot of what it was. He got to it first. Um, But yeah, you know, so, so dinosaur barbecue, which was like a place like you would go there. They'll tell you two hours for a table and you say, thank you. And you step aside the, the waitresses are there. It's like a no BS, very Harley Davidson themed place. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that changed my life. I opened a barbecue restaurant eventually called the Smoked Joint with my brother in Philadelphia in the 2000s. <laughs> um, and um, yeah, just got into smoked foods and all that. And and eventually, that's what led to me getting into sausages and making hot dogs and sausages and stuff.
2: Wow, that's fantastic! So, that, that what an origin story. I mean, I I, yeah. I, I too am. I too am a, a, a lot of my uh, Syracuse buddies who went to who went to Ithaca, Mike. Mike White and, and Joe Resty, uh, Sticky Wags, if you want a nickname for him, um, <laughs> they 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 were they were Syracuse guys and and uh, they loved Dinosaur Barbecue and we would uh, we would go and eat. I ate there a couple times. There's a uh, it's di- there's dine there are dinosaurs in there, right? This is what yeah. we, the two the two things we were trying to figure out last time on this last episode was: are there dinosaurs there? One and two, did it has it hold has it held up? which you've answered the question to now to both of them. There are like little dinosaurs and shit in there and it, ha- and it, ha- and it has held up. People still like, I know that they like expanded. They try. They w- didn't they go to like New York city or times square or something yeah, like that? They,
4: they did a big expansion and I think they had a big, you know, uh, 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 someone was providing a lot of capital behind them. I think for a while, this was this thing. They went into Chicago and I think that relationship kind of severed, and John Stage kind of reclaimed his company-type situation. Ah. So they, they still definitely have him in Rochester and Syracuse. The Harlem one has been there for years and is amazing. I think there's at least oh, one in excellent. Brooklyn, probably some others. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of those guys, obviously. And him in general, like, just a great story. This was a guy who just, like, was a, a, a motorcycle guy, and they were just going to these motorcycle shows and then started grilling steaks and chicken breasts at, at like, you know, conventions or, you know, gatherings, rallies, if you were. I don't, I don't drive a motorcycle. I don't know. And, um, and he called it Dinosaur Barbecue until some people were like, you know, that's not barbecue at all what you're doing. You know, he's like, you're grilling stuff. And then right. he learns about barbecue and then makes this wow. incredible barbecue place. That's a sick origin story. That, that is amazing.
2: <laughs> yeah. Syracuse, a fun city, good food up there. If you're going to go to upstate New York, for college. Good spot to be. That's that's a that's a good spot to go to.
4: In the Orangeman? Is that the mascot? That's right. Syracuse the Orangeman? Orange
2: orange yeah. yeah. I think
4: they just call him the Orange now. I think they the may orange. have dropped the men. Got it.
2: I was chasing him around the sideline trying to He looks like a big cheese ball wags.
4: <laughs> that's Otto, Mitch. You're referring to Otto. Otto the Orange. Uh, uh, Otto wow. the Orange. He's got oh, a name. Okay. Yes.
2: Yeah. Otto. But he's an orange. R- he's not like the color orange. He's an orange. Like the fruit, he's he's an orange ball. I don't know if he's the. Fr- I don't think he is the fruit. Actually. He's not That's the fruit. Okay, so I, I, stayed, held up, I believe right?
4: he's called Otto the Orange, which to me would imply that he would be. I can't confirm that, but I thought he was uh, an anthropomorphization of the fruit. Uh, oh, he oh, okay, he is the fruit. See, I didn't know that. He should throw oranges it, into
2: the crowd or something. I uh, yeah. yeah, that would go well. <laughs> I I uh, Syri- Syracuse is. Is like I said, a lot of fun, but also the same uh you know, same thing as Ithaca goes gray. Once it goes gray,
4: it's uh it stays gray for yeah. a while. Sure. Oh yeah, it definitely gets gray. And and honestly, oranges would still be less weird than having hamburgers dropped onto people, I think.
3: Okay. <laughs> if you were we don't need to relitigate
4: this. Okay, I thought
3: it was a well, fair I, expectation that, that well, when they I, said we're gonna we're gonna drop some hamburgers, that some actual hamburgers would fall, not would certificates for hamburgers. Sky. Yeah,
4: it's a genius I was excited. idea. The, the fact that they were attached to parachutes—if a, if a burger parachuted down into your hands, I think you would probably never forget that moment as long as you live. I mean, I agree with that. I was anticipating it.
2: <laughs> I was very excited. I just don't think the science is there yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: So how did you, so you talked about like the, the getting into food and then that, you know, getting into barbecue leads you to getting into sausages, but what exactly was that process? And when did you really feel like you'd, uh, you, you, you'd figured out how to, to make sausages, someone who's turned this into, you know, uh, kind of your whole
4: life. Well, when we had our barbecue restaurant in, in Philly, we didn't make sausages, but when mm-hmm. I continued to fall in love with barbecue, when I, when I went through Texas the first time in like the early 2000s, I went through, um, you know, um, um, uh, 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 where a crisis market in, and um, in Texas near, um, I'm forgetting what's the what's the Texas barbecue uh, capital near Austin.
2: Oh yeah, Um, we went there, Wags. Uh, You guys went there, Lockhart, Lockhart,
4: Lockhart. Right. So I'd gone through Lockhart early on. Tried the sausages there. I never forgot about those because that was also like a mind-blowing moment. I was like, wow, this is what sausages are. You have like the jalapeno cheddar sausages at these smokehouses. And it's like, again, growing up in Long Island, sausage meant like dry, crumbly Italian sausage. Not really that appealing of a thing. Uh, And then the hot dogs, which are great. But um, so... It wasn't until I was actually doing this show on Food Network called will Work for Food, where it was like a, a dirty jobs ripoff. And I did food jobs. And one of my jobs was I was a pit master in a barbecue place called uh, Louis Miller's in um, in, uh, in Tyler, Texas or Taylor, Texas. It's Tyler. It's the less popular one, also near Austin. And um so they made sausages. We made sausages. I was like, oh, that's the thing. Like, who makes sausages? It's not like something that you do. So I got a couple of uh, cookbooks, and I, and I you know, tried to make some sausages. The recipes were just like kind of the description of ingredients and put them together. And the sausages I started to make were awful. I mean, they mm. were just oh, crumbly, nasty. I had no concept. It wasn't until I got this book called Charcuterie where it really explained the importance of temperature, um, in the whole process, right? So like when you're making hot dogs and sausages, essentially you're making an emulsion very similar to making like a mayonnaise. You're okay. combining fat with protein and making it one thing that has a harmonious texture. And you can use phosphates and other things to aid in that process, but on the small home scale, you don't really need that kind of stuff if you do it well, right? Just like adding mayonnaise um, and um, if adding oil to eggs, if you do it too hot, too fast, it will break and you'll just have liquid nastiness. And if you do it right, you make aioli instantly. It's like, it's mm. incredible. It's like the, the, the coolest magic trick like in the world of food, right? And like, <laughs> look at all of our sauces that are built on that. Well, sausage making, same thing. So once they started to get decent and edible, it just became fun to play with the flavor, uh, flavor profiles. And I started to do pop-ups in LA where I would just make some sausages, smoke them in my backyard, which is not legal to do. You can't then go sell that food, I will say. <laughs> right. We don't do that at Doghouse. No. Um, yeah. But uh, so, yeah, so I would do these pop ups because again, I had had these Food Network shows. They did a, you know, we did a season and then they'd you'd get canceled or you didn't know if you're gonna do another one. I'm like, oh, what am I supposed to do now with my life? Because here I was like, I was an actor for a while and right. I left it and I, and, I, and I opened a restaurant and then I ended up on a reality show, which led me to hosting a show. Now I'm back in California and I'm like, shit, they could just cancel you and you could be done. And then like, what do I do? Do I go back to waiting tables or like, how do I, you know, right. do something? So yeah, I just kind of started doing it as, as a hobby and then as like a little thing. And then eventually somebody saw one of my sausages and, and we endeavored to get into Costco. And I did road shows all over the country in different Costco's with the brand called wow. Gertler's Worst. Um, and uh, that was wild, living that Costco life. I know you guys just did yes. Costco and- you know, and yeah. he did.
2: Nick is Nick. Nick is looking at you. He's like a little kid. to listen to a story at, in story time because he loves Costco. This is like uh, right up your
4: alley. Wise. Oh, it was wild. I got to refill the supply and I was doing the samples like I was just doing samples for eight hours a day. It was the hardest physical job I ever did was like moving wow. my product out to that area, firing up those things, working with the people, not only just cutting sausages, but talking constantly for yes. eight hours selling yeah. your wares.
2: Damn, that um, must be good practice for, for the field you're in, though, too. Is just talking to people all day at Costco because they're people like Wags, they're annoying as hell. I'm sure they're asking <laughs> a bunch of questions.
3: Yeah, how did you make the, so- the sausage? <laughs> Where did, did you make it? Did you make this one?
2: <laughs> is it spicy? I don't is it want spicy? The spicy,
3: I can't handle spicy. Am I a
2: good man? <laughs> <laughs>
3: I left my kids in a hot car. Am I a good man?
4: (laughs) Can I bring some samples back for my kids? They're in the car. I left them in the car. Again, the AC is off. It's a hot car. (laughs) They're fine. So during that experience... the guy who was helping me produce my sausage, who coincidentally is the dude that has the contract for the Dodger Dogs now, Tony Kemp. Wow. Ken yeah. No, This it all connects, man. I'm telling you. I'm like at the center of the uh, the hot dog sausage uh, scene here. Um, so he introduced me to the doghouse guys who had just had a couple of restaurants open at that time. Um, and uh, yeah, they started to sell a couple of my flavors. And as our relationship kind of went on, eventually... We decided to make all the sausages for Doghouse proprietary. And I kind of put Gertler's worst aside and just joined Team Doghouse. And I've been with wow. them for like seven, eight years. Well, I've, you know, done other things too. But yeah, it's, right. it's been amazing. Yeah. Well, you guys do great. You do great work over there. I, I, speak, speaking
2: of do, do, Dodger Dog is a great dog, Wags. And I'm mad at you. You know, I went to the ALDS and I, and right. I got it myself a Fenway Frank. And, you you could get yourself to the NLDS and have yourself a Dodger dog. You're not going to do it. It's again, Mitch is the ALDS. You, th- you said NLDS. Yeah. No, I said the bo- you no,
3: could Boston's go to the- in the AL. So you said NLDS. <laughs> I said the Red go- Sox, your team,
2: they're in the AL. Uh, Adam, have you ever had changing subjects? Have you ever had a Fenway break? <laughs> or have you had Kayum? Because I, I learned that, or KM or Kayum, I don't know how to say it correctly. I learned that they were a Massachusetts company, and I, had, and I didn't know that, but I, they make a really good dog, I had found out, uh, which, I, which, I, which I didn't know. Unfortunately,
4: uh, I didn't get to try a dog in that, um, the one time where I just was recently wow. at Fenway, which I just randomly saw, you know, Green Day and Weezer there. Um, and it was the only time I was at Fenway, and I didn't get to try one of those dogs, unfortunately. Damn! All right, but but I, I did a- late night hit up that Regina man. Yeah, baby,
2: that's what—that's cool. the most important thing to me. And you know there is Regina Pizza now in Fenway, but the 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 North End location is is important. But they're still they're still good. I mean, th- this is the thing of of like when we talk about with Dinosaur Barbecue or whatever. It's it's great to hear that the the owner of the business is kind of back in control because when you expand like that, it just is it's it's tough. And I'm sure that's something you right. know, uh, uh, to, to keep the
4: quality up uh, at, at every that restaurant. Is, Mitch, you have no idea because it's like when you have, when they had like a couple of dog houses, right? Like you can just do whatever you want on a day-to-day basis. Like you make a change, right. you try something new, like you're in the kitchen. Like now we have like 50 restaurants and now wow. we have all these new kind of virtual brands too, the absolute brands where we have some stores that have like five or six other brands within that. and And you have to make, it's more like glacial movement, right? Like you're turning in just a much bigger ship. Like you just, it's it's hard to be agile. So um, yeah, I, I definitely understand. And that's, you know, one of the good things about hot dogs and sausages though, is that you make them at the source and you're only making essentially one 300 pound batch at a time. And in a day we might mix 10 or 12 of those batches, which will supply that one variety for all of our stores. But it is still a lot closer to what you're doing in the kitchen. And there's just less variables with that product, right? You know you're at least right. sending a great hot dog or sausage, which, you know, as a, as a chef or someone that cooks, or are like, you can really transport yourself in that casing in and in a, in, a, in a way that's different than just like, yeah, hey, follow my recipe because you'll never make it like I do. Like if you follow like Gordon Ramsay's recipe, it's not going to taste like Gordon Ramsay cooked for you. Sure. But. Yeah. I can put that sausage in your mouth, and you could be like, Yeah, that's just like, uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, wait, <laughs> take it you easy. You guys edit Mitch. this, right? <laughs> <laughs> this is, uh, yeah.
2: That's the doughboy slogan.
3: <laughs> I'm just more excited about being transported in casing, <laughs> take a transcontinental flight in casing. Um, <laughs> Adam I, I I am curious about because because I know for for dog houses uh, you know this I I've I've been vegetarian this this year you don't know no meat shall I eat and and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um it's been an it's been an adaptation I do very very much miss hot dogs and sausages and I I know for dog houses uh, you know veggie side of the menu it's uh beyond sausages the product used um, is there is there a like you know, I, I like the Beyond Sausage, but um I hope what it was ends the,
2: like adaptation, by the way. <laughs> the movie With adaptation? You getting, yeah, you get eaten by a fucking gator. That <laughs> <laughs> gator's gonna be full for a while.
4: <laughs> have you ever had
2: gator sauce Have you ever had a gator? A oh gator yes. Dog?
4: Oh, in fact, I yeah. got to make we made some gator sausage a couple of years ago. For mm. a guy who owns Black Sugar Barbecue, which is in Smorgasbord here in L.A. Oh, yeah. And, um, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was recorded for German television somehow. And so wow. he reached out to wow. me. And, and so he came over to a doghouse, and we made this alligator pork sausage. You got to kind of add pork to it because it needs the fat to get that proper sausage texture. It's also yeah, – yeah, yeah. it's not just about the temperature, but the balance of fat is what – makes a sausage taste like that smooth and bouncy and full flavor. Um, so we made it and he smoked it and it was, it was awesome. It was really cool. And I've, I've had it before in like New Orleans and stuff. Uh, very famous um, uh, uh, at Giacomo's in New Orleans. He do. Uh, Why and, and I had a meal there together
2: with, yeah. with his lovely
4: wife, Natalie? That's
2: right. Oh my God.
4: Isn't that the best place?
3: It's, yeah, a, it's cool. amazing. It was a fantastic meal.
2: Why? I got to thank you for bringing me along on that. That was a great night. It's nice.
3: It was It was a nice little, we had a nice little evening, a nice little outing. Uh, we we, we ch- S- enjoyed Stephanie a lovely Allen's meal. Wedding. Yep. Stephanie Allen's wedding. Um, and, uh, and when Natalie went to uh, the restroom, uh you le- leaned over to me. I've told this on the podcast. You leaned over to me and told me that you were going to push me into a grave and take her home as Mrs. Mitchell.
0: So that's a nice <laughs> memory.
2: Good to see you haven't let that go. Jesus. <laughs> I like it. Uh, Adam was were, when you were on German television. Was it like just were you talking the most, and were they like it's good? Were they like just very? <laughs> did they not say? Did they not say much? Were they like very stern Germans, or are they or are they uh, very into it too?
4: Uh, I think they were. You know, it was like I, I think it was more like they recorded the piece and then they were like okay. commenting on it like back in the oh, studio. Okay. So the All talking right. head was doing um, the uh, talking, but. Previous to that, I've worked with like the German guy Fieri. He came to a wow. doghouse wow. in Long Beach. Weiger. Wow. Wow. Um, and and his name is Jumbo Schreiner. You can look him up. He, <laughs> Jumbo Schreiner. Jumbo Schreiner. An enormous bald German man. And and oh. so then I went to Munich like the next year. I looked him up. This guy who I worked with one day, Mitch, he mm-hmm. picks me up at the airport drives me all around munich like takes me to a place to get my my tracked in my leader hose in i mean takes me to the best place for like the vice versa sausage i mean he just drove me around this guy i'd never met before just one day you know showing him some stuff in doghouse so that fucking rules it was the most amazing thing and he's like a big deal in in germany i know this because when i walked around with the guy
2: everybody was going up to him him.
4: he was like waving off people like don't bother me i'm jumbo
2: schreiner that's a jumbo Schreiner. He's got the flames behind him, Wags. He's got he's got a guy air to him.
3: Yeah, he looks he looks like a like a big uh, charismatic, uh, uh, awesome dude. And um, yeah, a big barrel chested dude with a bald head and a big smile.
4: And, yes. and he's got the Fieri got the Fieri goatee. But imagine a guy Fieri with German engineering precision. Wow. <laughs> and that's Jumbo Schreiner. Wow, that's amazing. Wags, um. Your dad's texting
2: us, by the way. He just texts you and I. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah. Your dad just texted us. Coincidentally, want...
3: during the recording?
2: Yeah. Oh, that's nice. He It was a very nice message from your dad.
3: On our iHeartRadio nomination. I guess we got a nomination for some iHeartRadio award. Oh, Muzzle Tub,
2: That's
0: great. Thank you.
3: We're going to lose to an iHeartRadio show because these things are rigged. But yeah. Um, but that's nice. I, I
2: just looked it up. The category is uh Worst Podcast of the Year. I don't know why your dad would I don't know he why we deserve it. Yeah. I think um, I think he nominated us. <laughs> oh, so that's kind of like an in your face text to it. Yeah. Um why is your, uh, before I mentioned the Gators, you were on a point and I and I jumped all over it because I, I No, I'm I'm glad we. I'm glad we took that tangent. We found out about
3: Jumbo Shriner, uh, but <laughs> I, I. But I am curious, like like you know, because veggie, plant based. Proteins are their own their own thing. And, oh, now uh, I know and, why and, I interrupted
4: it.
2: It's fucking <laughs> we, uh, ass.
4: Wait, you went from him asking about doghouses, plant based options, of which there are many, to a, a side tangent about eating alligators. That is <laughs> <Yeah>. so confrontational. <laughs> oh, do you have any plant based? Oh no no hey hey hey! Do you ever eat an alligator? What's the most vicious animal you've ever consumed or made into a meat foodstuffs product? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well wise i'll let you take the floor and the listeners can you know take a, a mini nap right now a micro nap look out for freddie
3: um it, it, yeah so you're so using beyond sausage now like have you experimented with with any veggie or plant-based sausage making because i imagine that's its own thing
4: yeah it is totally its own thing um previous to this all i've done before is i've made like Soy riso or something like that with textured sure. vegetable protein, which is a really easy thing to do because, you know, a, a Mexican style chorizo is basically made with like a, a chili paste and you can fold that into something and make something that tastes delicious. Um, to get the texture that Beyond does, that is a bit um, of an alchemy that is beyond me at this point. Like right. to, whatever they're doing to recreate that texture, um, I know, um, you know, so that's why we use Beyond as a that sausage substitute, meaning like a versed or an encased one, and they have um, a synthetic casing that is edible, and we we offer beyond spicy Italian and a bratwurst. However, um, we also do a lot of uh, breakfast burritos, both at Doghouse and Badass Breakfast Burritos. And we also use the Impossible Breakfast Sausage, which I think is a great... Um, you know, facsimile to like a breakfast sausage. Oh, yeah. Like they do, like a sage breakfast sausage, and I think that wow. is very convincing.
2: Yeah, that's I've I've had that before, and it's it is it is in fact very good. Wags, Are you wags, have you had it? I've been uh, I've had the 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 straight up Beyond sausage. I don't know if I've had
3: the okay. Beyond
4: breakfast sausage, honestly. I got to yeah, no, the imp- Impossible. I'm saying Impossible breakfast. Sausage. Oh, Impossible. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, but just recently, uh, Impossible released their version of pork too. So unlike their Burger wow. meat, which is more heavily seasoned and more like almost has that kind of like smoky flavor and everything, and we also do offer impossible at Doghouse. Um, they uh, the pork is more of a blank canvas, so I was just experimenting with like an al pastor style sausage in which I I seasoned it like an al pastor and then put in like charred pineapple into it, and and that I think is a really beautiful blank canvas and has a great texture. That sounds awesome. Wow, that's yeah. it that sounds fantastic. Um.
2: Well, an important question. Yes. W- during like micro naps, do you think Freddy even gets to get bitch out? You know what I mean? Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. it's like micro nap, more like micro death bit, and then like they wake up. Yes. Yeah. And then he's just kind of
3: sitting there like, ah, oh, I get to finish my thing. <laughs> and I, but I can say it for myself, but. <laughs> Uh, so just I can't jack off, off
2: the claw. I can't jack off with a claw. <laughs> That's why I'm so mad. <laughs> Take the glove off, Freddy.
4: <laughs> use learn to use the left hand. <laughs>
2: uh, yeah. <laughs> the hell. Been wearing that thing for long enough. <laughs> Anyways, it was a good. It was a good. It was a. It was. It was a good tangent. It was. This is
4: another tangent. good
3: tangent. I'm really glad we took it. Uh I, I do want to get to this week's chain, but before we do that, you touched on Badass Breakfast Burritos, which is one of these brands that you have operating out of a a, a you know a, a cloud kitchen. I'm not sure how how you'd classify it, um, but it's a but uh but can you tell us about like what was your because that's also its own alchemy, you know, crafting a, a breakfast burrito. People are 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 fanatical about them, and 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 if you get the right one, if you hit that right formula, people will get it obsessively.
4: Uh, what has been your process in like figuring out breakfast burritos? Well, you know, um breakfast burritos were a, a huge passion of a lot of us in Southern California, particularly right. one of the partners, um Hagop Jergojian. Um he just loves breakfast burritos more than anything and we've been trying to get a form of a breakfast burrito on the doghouse menu for years because if you look at our menu, the only ingredient you're bringing in for that burrito is tortillas. Mm-hmm. So, so this idea of this new concept once a couple of years ago, even before the pandemic, when we had these ideas of like creating other brands where you can use your core ingredients, but maybe a different focused menu without having to get in all new skews of product. Right. So we already offered like eggs as a burger topping or a hot dog or sure. sausage topping. So we're just going mm-hmm. through a lot more of those eggs. we, Tots. Doghouse is known for tots more than fries, even. And we great do tots. great chili cheese fra- tots. Yeah, they're awesome. Really crispy. Our chili is, I think, the best in the world. We use Creekstone farm beef, which is the same beef in our burgers and our hot dogs for our chili. So it, it it's wow. reminiscent of a Tommy's chili, but it, it's not going to give you a Tommy's tummy. Anyway, all that's <laughs> wow. to say is, is that by using our quality of ingredients. And what we are is we're total comfort food. We're hot dogs, sausages, fried chicken, burgers, but it's clearly um, elevated in right. the quality. I mean, it's just the ingredients are just better ingredients. You know, We're just using hormone antibiotic-free pork to make our sausages, high quality bacons. So by using those ingredients in the burritos, also it's badass. So they're all three eggs. We, we, um, we chose to use over easy, or a runny egg as our baseline, mm. which not a lot of people do. But if you do it right, and you can get that just a little bit of that yolk coming out of a burrito, it's a really special thing. Um, we we use American cheese, but also offer cheddar or mozzarella. But like American is just such a great melty all-purpose flavor oh, yeah. bomb. You get the tots crispy enough. And then we use the sauces that we use on a lot of the sausages. So we use our Chipotle aioli in a few of our burritos, or a spicy mayo, a very traditional sriracha mayo is an ingredient that really ties it all together. Um, And then either Uh, My mouth is watering
2: over here, by the way. Yeah.
4: Fuck, sounds so fucking good. Yeah. Any of our sausages could be found in there, bacon, the chili. So these doghouse ingredients are finding their way into these burritos, which are these massive three egg. We we put tots in them, but we only put, like, 10 tots in them. That's key, too. Like, I don't like a burrito right. that is too potato uh, Most breakfast burritos are engineered for the cost value of them. You get a lot of potato, a lot of bacon sometimes, but it's not, yeah. like, a good smoky bacon. You know what I mean? It's just, mm-hmm. like, a commodity bacon. And I'm telling you, man, like – I order these from my bed sometimes, and I have my own franchise in Hollywood. I live in Highland Park, so I can't get delivered from my own store. I had one delivered from our store in Pasadena because they're that good. Like I crave wow. these burritos all the time. So, um, yeah, you, you make you make a good point of when you get when when I get a bad when I get
2: a bad breakfast burrito, it bums me out more than maybe anything. It's one of those foods that if you get yeah. a bad one, it's the worst. Like a potato totally. thick like like a, like yeah. a thick p- potato kind of like just gut bomb breakfast burrito you're like this this was not worth eating this this no. sucked and my day is ruined <laughs> like it's it's yeah. it's, it's bad <laughs> it's a it bad will, it's
4: bad news it will ruin your day you're not kidding but done well the other reason why you know I think we've done really well with badass is that they travel incredibly well Ah, nice. For the the, the delivery and the pickup, because the burrito—think about how thick it is. If it's all hot inside and it's just kind of insulated in this blanket that is the tortilla, right? And there is actually no degradation. It actually gets better. Like if you bite into that burrito right away, some of it's spilling out. But in that like travel time, it sets up to the point where you can take a clean bite through the whole damn thing, and that's like the magic of it. You're like, this is just this is better than it was right then. Like it's it's just awesome. I got I gotta to get right. one as
2: soon as I'm back. That's,
4: yeah, and, and that's Wiger, my plan. um well, first of all, you don't need meat in any of them. So so any of them could just be like cheese or egg-based. But for people that are more plant-based, we started using this product called Just Egg, which is a mung bean-based egg substitute, which I think is oh, nice. really good. Um, and then so we do a pl- total plant-based egg one, too, which is also great. That's awesome. Yeah. That sounds great. And 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 hey, um I'm
3: excited to try it and uh we'll uh Mitch uh, maybe finally have a reason to come back to LA. <laughs>
2: I'm on my way, Wags.
3: <laughs> Wait, he <laughs> he walked out of frame. We'll take a break. We'll be back
2: with more Doughboys. Today's episode of Doughboys is brought to you by Helix. Wags, I've had a Helix mattress now for Six years? Maybe seven years? Wow. It's been a while. It was pre-pandemic. I know that much. Man. I know. And you know what? My sleep has greatly improved. I love my Helix mattress. It's like a cloud. Wally and Irma sleep in there together. They love it. They don't want to leave the bed. Cute. I don't want to leave the bed. Probably bad for you. You know what? Anytime I'm late here, blame it on Helix. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With
3: Helix, better sleep starts now. Helix Partner
2: 2-0.
0: That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a
1: good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah.
3: Welcome back to Doughboys. As we continue Dog Bark Fest 2021, a month-long grill of hot dogs and pet dogs with our guest, Adam Gertler. Hi, Adam.
4: Hi. Hi. Hi, hi, hi. Hey, guys.
2: I'm, uh, I'm, I just boarded my plane back for L.A. to get one of these burritos. Uh. Oh. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Uh... I- Make sure you buy
3: the Wi-Fi because you oh, know not your yeah. connection dip out. Yeah,
2: I just looked. It's 20 bucks. I don't know. I think you got to just do it. Just put it on the Doughboys card. All right. All right. Like my flight, I'll put it on the Doughboys card. Here we oh, go. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> my first AMC. class flight. AMC was founded by the
3: Dubinsky brothers in Kansas City in 1920. Uh, re- it was originally called like Dubrinsky Cinemas, various uh, versions of that. It was rebranded as its current name, American Cinema, in 1969, has over 900 different locations, and launched dine-in theaters in 2008. Uh, you know, Mitch, you and I went back and forth in terms of what hot dog change should we discuss yes. uh, for this third episode. We talked about... Doing maybe IKEA, but I feel like we we IKEA we covered pretty thoroughly when we talked about it mm-hmm. with our friend Dave Thomason a couple years back. Um, from the hot dog standpoint, we uh we talked about doing hot dog on a stick, but it turns out there's no hot dog on a stick locations east of New Mexico. And we settled on AMC, which I think I think it it makes sense because movie theaters are reopening, people are going to the cinemas again. Wags,
2: a lot of the times, yes, it is true that uh well, what's her name from Eyes Wide Shut? Uh, Nicole Kidman. Ad? Nicole Kidman is telling everybody to go back to AMC theaters. Mm-hmm. There's a, there's, That's there's why. A I big ad because because Nicole Kidman told you to. Yeah. Go back and see Wonder Woman, huh? Uh, <laughs> she uh, not in theaters, I kinda, but okay. Yeah, she's okay, watching. She's, she's watching it in that little ad, but um, wise, well, I stuck around quincy because i was going to go back to then just fly back to new york and you said we can do a different restaurant because hot dog on a stick is great and we will have to do yeah it. we're gonna have to do hot dog on a stick at some point but we have reviewed amc sit down theaters but we never reviewed amc just regular just a proper and amc yes i think this is a I thought this was a everyone calls you a genius online wags i thought this i thought this was a stroke of genius you had i i i uh I thought it. I thought it was. I thought it was a fantastic idea because a hot dog is, is a huge part of the movie going experience. I know popcorn is number one. That's the big dog, popcorn. But a hot dog is a big part of it. I think some people probably go hot dog. The Wags. I think you for a long time were probably a dog over popcorn. Person. I
3: definitely I definitely was hot dog I I would would hot dog would was if I wanted like an approximation of a meal in a movie theater I definitely go hot dog usually just one uh one hot dog and a big soda but then I, I eventually moved over to nachos and generally a nachos mm-hmm. person now and mm-hmm. I got both on this most recent visit but we'll wow. get into that but Adam I'm curious as a uh a, 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 what are your
4: what are your movie in theater snacks go-tos Well I was never a big hot dog person previously mm. just because growing up on long island it was i don't know if i even know if they had hot dogs in like the the multiplex cinemas sure. that, that i used to go to and then when i did see hot dogs i they were notoriously bad um mm. so i was i'm a pretty much a, a popcorn guy milk duds like when the milk duds end up in the popcorn that's a great mm. you know so because milk duds are like little caramel things and um, right I love that. My parents were always very into goobers and raisinettes, and they're sort of mm-hmm. like stealthily sneaking them into the theater. I brought goobas, my <laughs> <raisinettes>. <laughs> I brought goobas. Yeah, <laughs> um,
2: my friend's mom was very much about sneaking the sneaking the candies in. Oh my Which God. now I don't even know if they care that much anymore. I don't, I don't think, think they do. I don't think they do anymore. I, I mean, like, no. I think they know that people just are going to buy stuff, or some people are going to sneak it in, and they they just they they can't. They can't care. I, I I will say that every I time
3: I Cole go to AM, in the promo is like is like bring your own food if you like.
4: I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. You can even bring your own eats. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh,
2: I, I, AMC's set up to. I, I'll say this every because I went and saw the Many Saints of Newark with uh, with Dano last week. Winsey's Zone. And then Quincy Zone, and then uh, and 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 then this this week I I went again for the episode and I saw uh, Venom Two I saw Venom Let wow. There Be Carnage. So did I. That's the same movie I saw.
3: Wow. For this for
2: this for this review, Adam, what did you end up seeing? I saw No Time to Die. Wow. What did you think? I wanted to do No Time to Die, but I, it's too two hours and 46 minutes or something? That, commit, that seems yeah, like yeah. a lot of time to die. That feels like... Uh, a <laughs> <laughs> feels like too time. much time to
4: die. And, <laughs> you know, I went with my wife and my parents who live in Torrance, their first movie experience, you wow. know, post-pandemic. And, like, we... Fortunately, we had, like, nobody in front of us. Like, we got the seats in the last row. My dad is a lifetime Bond fan. I'm sort of like a mixed bag on Bond. But right. um, I thought... It's spectacular watching Daniel Craig be Bond. It almost doesn't matter what is being said. Like he's just ridiculous to look at. Like you know, he's the action star's action star. Like to to look that good on an IMAX screen. Yeah, it, you know, I mean, I, I thought yeah. the, the Casino Royale was amazing. That was like the only Bond movie that I ever truly loved. And the Skyfall was good, but but, but by far he's the, my favorite Bond to ever watch. Um, Wow. So it it was a good time. I mean, I I don't think it was the greatest movie, but it was definitely great to see in a theater for sure. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm
2: going to, I may join the A list. There's an A list here. So here's the deal. I want, I want to, uh, to, um, my AMC Braintree, which was once General Cinemas, where I worked with Micus way back in the day.
4: Um, so I used to see all those movies, right? You used to just get to go see movies and movies.
2: I used to saw I used I'd see I'd see movies and movies I remember there like uh I've I've said a few of them American Pie two came out while I worked there which was very embarrassing because kids from my high school like I was it was my senior year so like kids from my high school or like who were back from college like came in and I was wearing like a popcorn t shirt and felt kind of like a dork and then also kids from my high school I went to one year there which is a private school my freshman year they all came in so it was just kind of. It was embarrassing. It was you know, it was a little bit sure. embarrassing at times when it would be like a movie like American Pie two. But I saw you know I went in and the Planet of the Apes came out that summer. Uh, the the uh, uh, what's his name uh, the why oh, the Mark yes. Wahlberg one uh, but, yes but oh the Tim Burton Tim Burton, Tim Burton. thank you right. I don't know why I couldn't
3: think of Tim Burton and then. Uh, I was thinking Tim Roth, and I know it's not Tim Roth, but maybe Tim Roth might be in that Planet of the Apes.
4: Oh, I think maybe he, he is. is. Yeah. I think he yeah.
2: is. That's sounds he's the bad. Very... I think he's the bad ape. Wow. I think he's. I, I think he's the bad. And and so, I mean, there's multiple bad apes. Spoiler alert for uh, Planet of the Apes. But um, <laughs> or are they good? Or are the apes good? You know, uh, you could look at it any way you want to look at it. That version has a wild twist ending because the original
3: yes, has a twist ending, and the the twist ending in the in the the Burton one is but it, I, I don't mean to, I don't say this no pun intended, but it's bananas. It is just <laughs> uh, you like it's just like what Can is I'm this? Just, I'm just
2: gonna say it. If you haven't seen the yeah. movie, it's Abraham Lincoln. There's an ape Li- ape Lincoln yes. at the end. They've they, he goes back and he thinks he's in Washington D.C. and it's and it's ape Washington D.C. He's, he's gone. Yes. he's the the timeline has shifted or whatever or whatever the fuck is or it is the future and the future is built just the way the human past was i guess i don't know there's but that was a movie i like saw like bits and like i saw that whole movie by seeing parts of it while i worked there and then mm-hmm. i saw a sneak preview of the others which was a pretty good uh horror oh, movie oh yeah and then the other movie i remember being there was uh, a a Nicole, Nicole Kidman movie and Nicole Kidman Look at that. She brought me back. She brought us back to the theaters, and that's and that's my journey started there with her a long time ago. And then also uh the remember Chris Rock. Remember me one. from the others?
4: <laughs> Come back <laughs> to the movies.
2: It won't be scary this time, I promise. Yeah, right. <laughs> um and then uh Chris Rock when he was Amoeba, uh Osmosis Jones. That mm. was another one that played. Oh, yeah. I remember right. the weird I remember weird ones, but I I I really I really enjoyed my time there. There was and there and there's been a I'll say this. If people are sneaking it in, if they're listening to Nicole Kidman, uh, th- there's still a lot of people waiting in line. So every time I've been there, there's been kind of a long line for concessions, and this has the this has the old school setup. So there's a line, and then there's an A list line. And Wags, you and I have both talked about joining A list. I think I'm going to do it. I, I'm not yes. a member yet, but I think I'm going to do it. But the A list line gets you there's it's like shorter line. So they'll take if you're in the A list line, you're a member. They'll take you at the front of the line. It seems kind of. If I was a I mean I'm going to take advantage of it but it feels like you would feel like an asshole cut like basically cutting people in line but that's that's one of the perks of it but um the AMC at Universal CityWigs has an open floor concept. Have you have you been to it since it's been redone? No. So it's no, I mean like
3: I I I I've not if it's been redone since lockdown I I have not been.
2: No. It's basically just an open concept where you go and you take your popcorn and then you go to a register and then like cash out it's oh, like wait, yes. i
3: think i i maybe have i maybe have been to that one yes wait, yeah.
4: which one are you talking about which theater was that at the, the uh, universal universal, the universal city yeah, yeah universal yes city. Yeah, yeah i've been yeah. to that one a couple of times recently yes that is different yeah
2: but mm-hmm. it, but you, i will say this way better with the lines but you you have to go up and order a hot dogs still if you go there um and but there's more of a kitchen you know it's it is kind of it's convenient in some ways. They just keep on putting out bags of popcorn, and people take them and go pay, and then you get like an empty drink at the front if you want a drink too. But to me, it seems like those lines. It's it's way more expedited. Why? it feels sure. like it's
4: uh, it feels like it moves fast. My, I, you I know, agree. I agree. Yeah. Because there was there was nobody at the theater I was at, and there was a line because there was one person behind the counter. Yes. and like it was a yes. like total log jam.
2: Yeah. That's, that is, that's, that's more of the issue with, with, with AMC. So I, I waited in a bit of a line before the movie and I was already late. Wags in and Spoonman fashion.
3: Yeah. Uh, we actually, I, I was, a I missed a, the, the, very start of Venom too, because we wow. were also really a little late. Yeah. So, yeah. So, but, uh, but I will say that hmm. we, you missed Kidman. I did. I missed Kidman. <laughs> because she's in oh, the opening scene of, of Venom 2. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look for me in the beginning of Venom 2. It's Lily's egg. Uh so I yeah, so I, we were we were running like it was one of those things where where the screening was like ah the screenings basically now and yeah. this is like a 10 the theater's like a 10 minute drive. Mhm. But there are going to be 25 minutes of previews. I think we can just barely make it. And then there was a little bit of construction. We were a, bit slow, mm. a little bit slow. Uh, Nellie went in and got her seat. She got to see the last trailer and see the the start of the movie. Uh, but I was buying concessions, so it took me a little bit of an extra. But I, I came in just a little bit late. Wow. Um, but I will – yeah. And 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 I went to kind of like an old-school feeling AMC. It was like – there, the you know, honestly, Mitch, the AMC dine-in – uh that we reviewed with uh, uh, uh back in the day with our friends uh, uh Kevin and Jamie uh was mm. uh right across from uh, the street from this theater. So it's like this old theater existed uh that's, that's just right. like an old yeah. school multiplex and then the the dine in which is like this much nicer upscale one is like right across the street from it. So we're, we went to the old
2: school one. I remember when we were doing that that was the weird confusion that they were there were two right next to each other. Um yes. I I uh so I was going to go to the 515 show. And then uh, I was like, oh, I'm never gonna make it in time." So I got on the treadmill. I did some walking legs, and then I said, "I'm gonna go to the six fifteen show." I finished my walks. Mm-hmm. I hadn't done some ads for Doughboy, so I did the Doughboy's ads. I missed the six fifteen, and then uh, so I had to go to the seven forty five show. And then I took a shower, and I was just late to the seven forty five show. I made it. I saw, <laughs> I, I saw. I saw previews for. I mean, this 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 sums me up. But I was doing yes. work the whole time. Sure. I was doing stuff, but uh. I got to the 745 show I still saw previews basically I saw I saw everything but um I got I went up first of all before I even went in there I was afraid because they're like uh, we they used to be hot dogs back in the day but they like kind of closed off the back so I was like is there hmm. still a kitchen there so I got up to the the ticket taker and I asked him I said I said do you, do you got hot dogs in there and he was like yeah and I was like I know that was a weird question for like a big guy to Come up to you, the ticket taker, <laughs> and ask you if there's hot dogs. Yeah, take all laughing. take all the hot dogs you want. <laughs> Just let me live. He's terrified. So I was happy to hear that. I went in, waited in that line, ordered myself a hot dog. It was the last one on the
4: rollers. It was. Uh, I was. Wow. It was, I know, very close. The last one on the rollers. Wait, Mitch, did you say mm-hmm. that they were actually Wieners on rollers, like yes. old school style? Yes. Because that's not very much not the preparation of hot dog at my AMC. Uh-huh. So the, no, that's your, interesting. Your, and yours was an East Coast one, correct?
2: This was an East Coast one. I mean, like, it feels like they did something to the kitchen. They go back to, like, make sandwiches back there sometimes. And then, uh, and I should have noted. I've never noticed the hot dog roller, but it's right next to the popcorn machine. And, and, uh, and I was just getting self conscious about how I say popcorn and hot dog. Um, distinctly I I said I'm back to back uh but the roller is right there in between and I had never just noticed that and there was and I looked up and and sure enough it was the last dog on the roller I'm sure they could have made another one but it looked like that one it it looked like it had been sitting around for a while but in the good way where it looked like buttery you know it looked like right it was (laughs) it was glistening like if you shot it into space I feel like you could still see it glistening in the sky um it was it was it was very it was very shiny um, and, uh, and so I got the, I got the last dog and they put it into, I don't, Adam, I don't know if they did this for you, but they put it into basically like those subway, like, like, uh, the, like the subway big ovens that are maybe microwaves. I like, I don't know what they are. Turbo like this, chef like,
4: ovens. They're called.
2: Okay. Turbo, Tur- chef, Turbo chef, chef oven. Turbo right, chef you know. oven
4: where it's uses a combination of microwaves and like actual heat, uh, that, that's the idea. It's like a microwave, but it's using like actual heat. That's why you can do breads and stuff in them. They have them at like Dunkin' now uses the turbo chefs yeah. and a lot. Starbucks does. Yeah.
2: Funny you say that because the it, they put it in a bun and then put it in that turbo yes. chef and then
4: and they and they heated it up. I like um, that move though. That's a that's a that's a strong move. So they what cook a cold so that, though, bun, put it in there and toasted the whole thing up together.
2: Yeah. Yeah. The two of them together for 30 seconds. Um and and I'll get to how I felt about the dog in a minute but I also got myself a regular popcorn which I put butter mm-hmm. on and a large drink which I got a, I got a, uh myself a diet cherry coke from the uh Coke 360 machines which we've talked about a lot and look wait by I, the I way freestyle freestyle stuff, unless uh, there's an, Oh sorry yeah. the, no, it, no, it yeah, is freestyle, freestyle. Did I call? I called it I don't know why I called it 360 was that the name at some point or I don't think so What is No Coke 360 He just got skateboarding on the brain
4: I I think that might be the Whole Foods brand of soda. Oh, that's what it is. Five, maybe. (laughs) Well, I don't want that, but I I
2: don't know if I really want the freestyle machines, but we, I mean, we've gone over them. It's to have the, 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 the diet. Cherry Coke was hitting last night. So I was, I was fine with it, but let me tell you, it was a fucking swamp around the two machines. There was just like, it was just, there was just fucking liquid all over the place. Like it looked like wow, one of them had boy. malfunctioned. It was just, it was bad. It was, it was bad news. And the, you know, That's they put bummer. up a little yellow cone, but it was, it was the truly like, like, uh, I felt like my, my shoes were going to get like seeped into at one point. But, um, uh, Adam, what was, what was your experience with your AMC in Los Angeles? You weren't at the universal city walk one.
4: Not this time. My wife and I always go to that IMAX. Cause it's great for like all the, the big, big movies. But, no, my parents live in Torrance. There's a Del Amo um, 18 AMC in Torrance. They have an IMAX. It's smaller. But mm-hmm. we also we went to, like, a 2.30 p.m. show, which we thought would not be crowded, which it wasn't. And, you know, we wanted to be able to just kind of, like, take our time and not be super crowded. Um, yeah. So because I was going to be on Doughboys, I went a little crazy. Uh, not only wow. did I get three hot dogs for my wife, myself, and my father – Um, We got popcorn with butter. Um, We got milk duds. We got nachos. We got um, a large soda. And I wanted to check out, they had these pretzels, these ginormous pretzels that were special order. I was super intrigued by the fact that a pretzel and a large soda was running 20, almost $22. So I'm like, this is not a classic movie theater pretzel. Then the hot dog was all wrapped up. So they gave them to you, but the pretzels, they actually fired in in probably the same kind of oven and they told us to come back in five minutes for the pretzels. I mean, this pretzel was enormous. I I, I think I sent you guys pictures. They were gigantic. Wow.
3: No, I've seen this pretzel on the menu before and I was trying to look up what its name was because it has some distinctive name. Uh, But I I remember asking what it was and I was like, what's
4: the Goliath or whatever it's called? Yeah, it is. The the, the ginormity of the pretzel is implicit in its name for sure. I do remember that being a thing. Um, yeah, so we wanted to kind of, you know, get the full experience and see what we love that s- some of their hot options were, right? Sure. Um, mm-hmm. And then some follies began because I wanted to kind of get some pictures, but there was a very limited amount of space at the concession. So I wanted to operate very quickly and get my stuff out of there before other right. people came.
2: Adam, this is the same. I ran into the same issue last night. It was. The t- t- tensions were high. I, I, I there, it,
4: it was. It, I did not do a good job. It was, it was very yes. nerve wracking. So listen to what happened to me. I'm days away from being a father. As I talk to you now, I'm about to have you know our daughter is about to be born. Amazing. Thank you. Congratulations. Very much. Yeah. Thank you so much. But my parents gave me. I, I felt what it was like to be a father because my mom starts in with, "Can you see if they have more straws back there?" And we had already left, and there were more people lining up, and there was only one person back there. And being in the industry, I'm like, all right, I can't get her attention. Then my dad starts going down at the Coca-Cola freestyle machine. He can't figure out the ice. He doesn't know what the choices are. And I got my mom and dad, while I got this whole, the whole condiment area is littered with my food. And yeah, I'm like, right. Uh, all right, Andrea, you take some ketchup. Oh, and also, they were out of ketchup on both sides. And and my all dad right. wanted you know, some ketchup, or I wanted ketchup and mustard. Both pumps were out of ketchup. Turns out, his Coca-Cola freestyle machine, it was out of ice. The ice wasn't working. Yeah. That so happens a lot, too. That's, an is, that's a big issue. Yeah. Oh, it was so stressful. And A full cup then, of soda with no ice? No ice. So then I have to oh, figure out how to get God. rid of his... Excess soda to get ice in his cup and get back to the food before anybody is like, well, I can't get to the mustard because some asshole has his food all like jamming up the area. (laughs) And then it was like dangling my keys for a cat or a baby because then I showed him how to use the Coca-Cola, how I was able to pour my own soda using the app on my phone. And they were just like, they were, they were just, their minds were blown out the back of their heads.
2: (laughs) They were just like,
4: wow. That is so cool. That isn't Michael. Isn't that cool? That is cool. Like just controlling the flow of Coca-Cola diet cherry, um, on my phone. Like it just, it totally <laughs> pacified them. Um, Hey
2: Adam, you're, you're you're cool, lucky. You're, you're lucky. Your daughter wasn't burn, born during the movie. It'd be uh no time to cry. Am I right? <laughs> that was good. Mitch. Why? It was,
3: good. That was Wags, really good. It was good. Uh, I, I, I looked up the name of the pretzel real quick. The, the name of the pretzel is Bavarian Legend. Wow. Which could describe Jumbo Shriner Jumbo, himself. Oh God, Jumbo Shiner. <laughs> exactly.
2: Jumbo Shiner. Is it Shiner? Shriner. 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 Jumbo Shriner. Like Shriner's. Bavarian, yep. Bavarian legend. Yeah. Bavarian Um I Adam, the same first of all, I'll say this. Wednesday night, 7 45. I didn't think the the movie would be that packed, but a lot of people still going out to Venom too. My theater was not packed, but there was probably a good like 30 to 40 people in there which I was I was surprised at. And these are the bigger bigger seats which I got to give it to AMC. They got the first class of of, of seats at at AMC and like theaters the seats, and yeah. I like them. Those seats are nice and big. I enjoy it. I know that AMC look, I like I love the arc light but I really like AMC, and I love movie theaters in general. But I, but I, and I know that it's the McDonald's of movie theaters, and it puts a lot of other movie th- theaters out of business. But also, we just have to worry about it's that sad state-wise I've talked about before, where like, yes, oh, I'm, when 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 you get like worried about when I'm like, I gotta worry about Puppeginos because I love Geno's. I don't want it to go out of business. But but I gotta worry about AMC, I don't want AMC to go out of business. I like I like the movie theaters, I like going to the movie theaters, I like seeing it. But here's the thing, when I go alone. I, and I never get food conscious on this show as a big guy, but I think specifically the fact that you have to carry all your food. I just don't want to look like an idiot. Yes. And so that's, so I didn't try too much. I just got popcorn, which I always get in a, in a, hot dog, which I don't, I usually don't get. Sometimes I'll get it. We'll, we'll sometimes go up. Why? Cause I've invited you a few times to the, the Tonga hut up in uh the one in the Valley, not, not, not the Tonga room in, in San Francisco. Is it? Or did I flop him? Uh, whatever. But the Tonga Hut, and we go across the street to the Cinemark. And, I think
3: Mitch doesn't know the difference between the Tonga Hut and the Tonga Room.
2: <laughs> he's never been to either. He has. He's hasn't gone. He's lied to us. That's that is usually what they land on. Uh, they're in the idiots. they're in the AL. Mitch. Mitch doesn't watch baseball. <laughs> hey, guess what? Wags and I have a fucking. We got we got something to say to you. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> You know, to use an old baseball term? <laughs> You're out of here. Stop listening to the pod. <laughs> uh, anyways, we would go across the street to Cinemark, and mm. after a few after a few tiki drinks, I would get myself this exact order usually, which was I would sometimes get an icy instead if I was going wild, which is already too much sugar with tiki drinks. But I'd do a popcorn with butter, and I get a, and I get a a hot dog as well. And the fun thing, and if AMC was normal and and the world was normal, and w- this is what I used to do at Cinemark, but I would put uh, I would get everything on there, and then you could use some jalapenos. You could throw some jalapenos oh, on the dog. Yeah. And Hanford that's used fun. to throw some jalapenos in his popcorn. He would go wild like that. I know that's kind of crazy. Um, but I just did ketchup, which was in the there was a squirt machine for the ketchup, and it over ketchuped my dog way too much. And then there were packets for the the mustard and relish which just Adam that I was over on the side and I, and luckily I, I didn't get crowded too much there, but there was, a there was still like a good flow of people, but I was like trying to put the, the mustard and ketchup. I'm sorry, the mustard and relish from these packs on my dog and just freaking out that I was taking too much time. And then I never got right. a picture of my dressed dog. So I did mustard. I did mustard, ketchup and relish on my dog. Just the three. That was, those were the only three things offered. There was no onions and no jalapenos.
4: It makes you think that maybe just having the packets there, so you could grab them and go and deal with it at your seat, might be the play for them. Yes, oh, but, it does, sure. but it's
2: too. It's dark in the theater. Yeah, and it's look, tough. and this is another reason that I'll say this. While I was eating my hot dog, I got a bunch of ketchup on my shirt, and the dog went through the bun. The, like it, it, like one end of it went through the other end of the bun, and like that because the ketchup was unwieldy, and yeah. I yeah. get why I sometimes don't when I even get a hot dog at the theater I sometimes eat it before I go in and then just eat yeah. my popcorn in there or whatever but it is tough in a theater to, to in the dark to eat the dog it, it it's it's tricky but it's also you know as far as meals go like a food or whatever but besides if you're at a sit down theater that or pizza is really the only thing you can do or, or you know, pretzel like we've established. So- but, you,
4: but, you know, Mitch, too, this is where it really does help to arrive to the theater before the showtime because they keep yeah. the lights a little bit up more. Yeah. Sure. So yeah. if you're there earlier, which we were, you at least had time to situate and deal with all the food stuff. And you're right. like yeah. when, Once the lights go down, yeah, you can't really be messing with packets and stuff. So I hear that. And it's also hard yeah, it's to, tricky. I feel like it's
2: hard to eat a hot dog in the dark. I mean, I'm sure Wags and I have done it plenty of times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's the most challenging thing I've ever done in my life. I mean, and, I, and now I'm wondering if we've probably eaten more hot dogs in the dark than we have in the light. It's a good question. But <laughs> uh, you're right. Once, once, once the lights go down, which they, by the way, they go down when Nicole Kidman tells them to go down in the movie. It yeah. It's true. During that ad, they go down during that ad. But uh, it's, it's harder to eat. But, but Lower the lights. Feels like the others, doesn't it? <laughs> you told us it wouldn't be like the others.
4: Uh, gotcha. but- Nic- Nicole Kidman's from New England now; <laughs> she's from like a town in Maine. Don't want to come in here.
2: <laughs> Thanks for coming back to the movies. <laughs> Hot dog is sour. Um. So, I, I, I still gotta say after yeah. all this craziness, don't. I really liked my dog. Wow! I liked my dog. It was a wow. buttery look. It was shitty. I know it was like a shitty movie theater hot dog, but it was buttery, slipping around, and 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 it went through the bun, and I got ketchup on my shirt. But my dog was good, Wags. Yeah. It was. It It was. It was. It, it hit. The, it hit the spot. I hadn't eaten dinner. Like I said, that diet cherry coke hit. In. In. It was fun to just be in a theater eating a hot dog and 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 watching a movie on the screen again. It, it, I was I was very I was a happy boy.
3: Yeah, I I will say that that my experience was was a little different from both of yours just because you know I'm not eating meat right now. Yeah, and there just well, aren't huge. a lot of. So that's yeah. So that's a that's a big factor in a hot dog uh, as hot we all dog know. themed
4: month. That's a big yes. One. <laughs> it's a little bit of a roadblock. Way to think it through, Doughboys.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we just accept the first pitch. And it's just like, "Yeah, fine, sure, hot dog buns." The
2: sad pitch. thing, no, the saddest thing of all is that we did think it through and we're like buns are good. We, we convinced ourselves that buns are <laughs> buns were the way to go.
3: I, I will say that that so here's the situation uh, with Costco and uh, with the uh, help me out, Mitch. With the other the other chain we covered, the first chain we covered this month. We did uh, oh, it was uh Sonic, Sonic, that's right, Sonic. so with both of those, like I, br- I brought a a loose hot dog home to Natalie, and that worked out with the with the movie, and Natalie's with me, and like it's like she doesn't want to have a loose hot dog in her. Seat. <laughs> that's a mess. And also, yeah. I don't what am I going to put take a like hold on to a loose hot dog for three hours including the you know the time of watching the movie and then then getting home like like no she's not gonna want that so I oh, just she wasn't I went there up, with you no she was there with me but she's not gonna okay. eat she's not gonna eat a like a loose hot dog. I mean she might have yeah. but I don't know I didn't want to I didn't want to say like hey do you want this? So yeah. I just uh, so I just uh I asked her for enough already. Um and uh and she's never happy about it. So I went <laughs> to a so I went up there and I just was like hey can I just have a bun. God, and it was I a conversation this. that they had to take up the chain of command. Oh my god! <laughs> Where they she, don't have to charge like, you, right? Yeah, she's like, one second she went over. She's like, hey, this guy. This I basically what she was saying. I could read between them, I Is like this fucking idiot wants a bun. Can I sell him a goddamn bun so he leaves me alone? And the guy's like, I have no. We can't do. We don't have. And so they come over and they're like, look, we can, we can sell you a bun, but you got to pay for a hot dog. And I just had like a dilemma and there's a line behind me and I had to act. And I said, charge me for the bun. And I paid for a hot dog and I got just a bun. So I, because I you didn't want to waste the were trying to sneak a bun though? I was hoping that I, I was hoping that I could get like a bun for a dollar or something, but they You're, had no way to ring it up. You thought the they had bun a button thief? in the AMC thing that just said bun, no dog. Like there was, this is a <laughs> yeah, common I don't request.
4: Know.
3: You were trying to be a bun thief. Dear Lord. I wasn't trying to steal a bun. I said, charge me for the full dog, and I'll take the bun. And so I got you're the like, bun.
2: <laughs> you're like the Hamburglar of buns. You're trying to steal buns. <laughs> the bun burglar. I, I
3: at no point tried to steal a bun. I was just hoping that I, that I could get a bun for a cheaper rate than the price and of You're the, the dog. bun
2: burglar himself. Okay.
3: That did not work out. Uh, but they did heat the bun for me, which was nice. I, I even saw the, the, the person helping me out. She like went through the muscle memory of going to get a dog out to put in the bun and then like stopped herself. Was like ah, That's right. And, and then just put the bun itself into the machine. And that's right. It I'm dealing with yeah. a
2: fucking weirdo <laughs> freak. Now,
3: <laughs> the first time this has ever happened in corporate history, a guy wants just a bun at the movie theater.
2: Why didn't you just get a hot dog and then just remove the dog and toss it in the trash or just put it in the fucking box that it was in? Why? why what I didn't were you not want to doing? waste it. I didn't want to waste
3: it. I was like, if you don't, know the that dog, someone else can have that dog. I don't know. I, I don't I don't love throwing food in the trash. I just like I. That's a personal hang-up. And mine. then
2: he said, "Never mind, robble, robble. I'll steal a bun." <laughs> I didn't steal the bun. I paid for the you're bun. You're a bun burglar, robble, robble. You're gonna steal the bun. I also got a, a, I got an order of AMC
3: nachos, and I do like um, their nachos. Uh, you know, they're very simple. They're just Tostitos chips. Did you ask for those?
2: Did you ask for those for free too? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I didn't ask for anything for free. There was no, like, I didn't ask for a single thing that I would get for no money. I just was like, can I get one and pay for less? And that didn't work out. Mm-hmm. Anyway, not a bun burglar. Uh, they, mm-hmm. uh, Rubble Rubble. Uh, so they, uh, I'm going to edit that out. Me saying Rubble Rubble. No, so no, anyway, so, I, <laughs> so I got the AMC nachos. Uh, and they did forget my extra cheese dip and cup, which was which I requested, which was fine. I didn't want to inconvenience them further. There's actually a good amount of cheese in their one dip and cup um mm. the nachos were were very solid i'm always happy to have the amc nachos uh, i also got a cherry coke from the coke freestyle machine and mitch as you know that cherry coke can be hit or miss uh yeah. I, I, and it was a co- i went coke heavy i didn't get i didn't go diet i i went full Hell sugar. Yeah. i want sh- i got a cherry coke cherry coke heavy from the coke freestyle it can be hit or miss it was hitting. it was a really yeah. really great cherry coke and man that That's is great news. what a great movie beverage so i that that, that yeah. was great as for the bun I do think it was a low quality bun, but steaming mm. it gave it a little something, so it was mm. kind of a nice little snack. It was kind of just like, hey, this is kind of like warm bread that you're having in a basket at a restaurant. It's not not good quality, uh, but it was it was fine, and so I I had no objections to that bun, even though it was a humiliating ordeal to order one. Um, Adam, uh, uh, let's uh, uh, you chronicled all the food that you ordered, uh, but what was your experience actually consuming it? Well, well, first I just wanted to ask, did you dress your bun? No, plain bun. That's that's my rule for the month.
4: I'm having plain. Oh, so buns. you're not allowed to even go condiments. You couldn't even bring anything over as per yeah. the rule. No, bun solo. Bun solo. Bun solo. Um, Star Wars character. Yeah. Um <laughs> our our experience, you know, was was actually it it was it was kind of great. You know, we we got the last row of the IMAX theater, which is in an IMAX theater, last row, perfectly good seat. No one's oh, yeah. going to be behind you. So I'd I like, I like that.
2: last row a lot in uh, here's, here's the funny thing. I'm i I'm a last row guy a lot in theaters, like at ArcLight, I liked the last row, but with, with, uh, with, with AMCs, with the big chairs, you don't last row is almost kind of awkward. Sure. Uh, with, with the big chairs, the, the, the IMAX ones though is a different story. That's it's, it's a good spot to be.
4: Okay. Yeah. This was the IMAX. and And again, yeah, those seats, I don't know. Were they always that good? Those seats were incredible. Like, it was the the best movie seats. I mean, I've been to the dine-in before, but this was just the regular style, the IMAX theater, which maybe maybe has nicer seats because they're more expensive tickets, but they were great. Um, I had dressed my hot dog initially with um, mustard, mayonnaise, and relish. Um, Wow. As I mentioned before, one ding. Both ketchup pumps on either side of the uh, concession area Mm. were empty of their ketchup. Oh, yeah. And an employee came up with her own hot dog who was obviously on a break or just got off and was about to enjoy a movie. She saw that it was no ketchup. She said, oh, I'm going to check on the other side. And then I guess she didn't tell anybody because then like a few minutes later, there would still, nobody was aware of this ketchup shortage. But um, they did have Tapatio packets, which I thought was interesting as well. So we we grabbed some of those. Um, And so initially I had dressed mine with mustard, uh, mayonnaise, relish, and um, my, my wife, I think, just had a, a mustard and relish, and my dad just went straight mustard. We get back to the seats, and that's where the fun really started because we started a party. We had this giant pretzel, which was so enormous, you couldn't help but notice that one of these pretzel arms was the width of that hot dog. So I quickly wow. took my hot dog out of its bun after a bite, and I snuggled it into you know one of the arms of that really fat, Legendary Bavarian pretzel. Wow. Now, you know, that had just come out of the oven. And then sure enough, Franken here food. are the nachos over here. And damn it wow. if that Tostitos cheese cup didn't dip into my pretzel hot dog monstrosity. Oh, man. Wow. And um, and yeah, they do give you some great pickled jalapenos with those two. So those ended up yes. inside as well. So now we were cooking with gas. This is just
2: funny to show how much better you are. Like I'm like, I put ketchup, <laughs> I put ketchup on it. <laughs> <laughs> I put fucking ketchup. I put all the, the yeah. three condiments that were put out there, and you
4: fucking, you created a masterpiece here. Well, guy, look, I was inspired about be, by being on the Doughboys. I don't know that I would have gone this far if I wasn't, but I really just wanted to see what 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 was capable at the AMC, even you know, like secret menu style, you know, in the tradition of the great secret menus. Sure. What can you come up with? And then, um, you know, the final. You said you you said you're, you were touching on your wife was your your wife. Yeah, yeah. Was so about my yeah, my wife. She had the nachos, so she was kind of following suit, and she put some of the cheese and the jalapenos on hers. But then she takes the Tostitos chips and starts crumbling those up, wow. and then those go on her Man. dog. So I did wow. that too. Um, and and I gotta say, like, yeah, we make you know a certain kind of hot dog at Doghouse, which is phenomenal, and there are all kinds of hot dogs. But this was a perfectly good high quality hot dog at the amc all beef great flavor not in any way dried out um ours was held in a warming unit and it was it was really good i mean this was it was it was one of the better eating experiences a certainly better eating experience than i had had at the dine-in where the expectations wow, were maybe yeah. higher sure yeah wow. i think i think i think
2: I, I i can get behind that i i get i get what you're saying i mean to, look putting it in the in the pretzel within the pretzel maybe disqualifies you from uh, a dog dough bark fest right wives <laughs> yeah we but can't count your fork score you can't but. count your fork score but it no it was that's that is that's genius and that i mine was buttery tasting i mean it tasted good i know that it's not look it it it's not as good as it's not as good as doghouse. It's I mean it's not it's not gonna can't touch you guys can't touch what you do sure. right. But it's not supposed to. But it's not supposed to for sure. what it is. Uh, and just being at the movies, even though I will say, <laughs> Venom Two Wise, we talked about this a bit, is like the sloppiest, messiest, craziest movie that maybe I still like a little bit that I've ever. That movie was <laughs> fucking insane.
3: It's it's very it's a very different experience, but I had similar feelings to watching Venom two to the Many Saints of Newark, which is just like this is kind of a mess, but I'm
2: maybe having the time of my life. <laughs> it's 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 such a it's a mess, and it doesn't even have to be a mess. It's no, so, it doesn't. It's so it is so it's so fucking crazy, and there's no pacing to it at all. If it, it, no, like I said, that young I said Silvio
3: to, is also in it, which is weird. Young Silvio is in it.
2: I said, I said to Sims that it feels like when you see like a a, a foreign movie translated to English, and you're like, oh, there seems like something's lost in translation. Sure, it, it has that vibe to it. Like uh, when I watched Get Hard, and it felt like I was watching a movie with like chlorine eyes, where it felt like everything <laughs> was like I was like, what's happening? I can't like my brain is breaking as I watch this movie. I don't know what the fuck right. is going on. Just the pacing, but still kind of enjoyed my it, yeah. Venom is just, he's fun. Hardy having fun.
4: Yeah, and, he's I, having and, a good and, time and, in that movie for
2: sure. He's ha- he's having a great time in that movie, and and how can you like Woody Harrelson? So that movie gets about two forks, maybe one and a half to two forks, and mm-hmm. still I liked it. But should we get into our final thoughts? Should we get to the? I think we scores? should. I think yeah. so. I think it's time.
3: Uh, so Adam, you're our guest. Uh, you've you've heard the podcast. Uh, mm-hmm. You you know how this works. We just a refresher. We'll each go around give our closing argument, if you will, on AMC, and then give it a score from zero to five forks. We'll begin with you.
4: Okay, so um, I've been going back to the movies recently with my very pregnant wife. We're trying to get it in while we can, um, and I'm glad, you know, that she feels good about it. We both feel have felt comfortable doing it. This was the first time going with my parents. Seeing a James Bond film with my dad is just really special because, you know— you know what it's like. You know, my dad is a is a is a, is a typical like kind of sports guy. I'm not a sports guy. We can cross over talking about certain movies and things like right. that. My parents always took me to rated R movies. I was the third child, so they were not about to pay for babysitters. So I got to be. That's like how I <laughs> learned to love movies. You know, they just right. were like, no, of course he's coming to the movies. So um, for the food to kind of, I feel like AMC is making a conscious effort to step up their game. Like they have a flatbread. And people have criticized the movie-going experience that if it's going to come back, they really need to do something to earn that experience. Why is it worth coming here rather than just watching it on my TV at home where I can get Uber Eats from wherever I want and not Mm -hmm. have to deal with anybody at all? Um, And I thought, you know, the popcorn was hot. The butter was plentiful. The hot dogs were really good. This was a great, great time at the movies. You know, if I was just judging the hot dog on itself, I would say maybe you know it's a three fork dog. But the experience and everything was a for me a, a four fork experience. I think wow! Yeah, for AMC. I love it. Yeah, four
2: forks. Very I good score. Um, All right, Mitch. Wags. Before I go on, mm-hmm. I want to change a fork score from last week. Wow! I don't know if Excalibur will be happy with me, but. Does the commissioner need to be called in for this? The commissioner, can, we can we can talk to we can talk to the commish. We'll co- we'll consult him after the fact. He will have. I think that this. I was a little hard on Costco because it wasn't a great experience, but I didn't take my past experiences into account. Mm. And I want to tell you, I'm pushing my fork score up to four wow. into the golden play club territory because I gave it three point wow. seven five. And a big part of that too is that I know I've had good dogs in the past. Um but also the price point, which I will say AMC is expensive there. That is. Yes. And a lot of people, uh, Adam, like you said, a lot of people question why they want to go to the theaters. And I think for some people, they just like being there, which is me. I count myself as one of those people. I'd like to be there and see the lights go down and be in a, a big theater. Also, I know it's a weird time and you know, a lot of people weren't wearing masks and it's hard to, when we were eating, I was eating food. I had, a, I had, you know, my mask and my gator, but I was, Going off and on, and then once I was finally done with all my food, I sat with with a mask on during the movie. But it's tricky, and people don't feel comfortable, and a lot of people aren't wearing the masks in there, so it's a hard time to go back to the theater. Understandably, but I love it. I've missed the movie so much, uh, and I and I know that the it's not a doghouse dog. It's not. It's 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 Adam Gertler is going to get me. I mean, even if I was with you at the theater, you would have gotten me a much better meal. Alone <laughs> by by, by Frankensteining all this uh, all 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 this stuff together, it, it sounded fantastic, but I still really like my dog Wags. I'm a sucker for popcorn with butter, and uh, the Coke was hitting. Seeing a big dumb fun movie that made zero sense and probably made me dumber, but I was having a <laughs> I, I was having a blast. I'm going four forks, Wags.
3: Wow, four wow. forks. So it it falls to me. Is AMC right. not the dining? AMC the chain? Uh, AMC the regular menu going to end up in the Hallowed Hall's the Golden Plate Club?
2: You can make the stonks go through the roof.
3: <laughs> Are you holding? Are you hold hodling AMC. Uh, that's right. That's right. Uh, so Come on, I, baby. I, uh, I'll, I'll say this. For a, a just a bun experience, it was a decent bun and I like that they warmed it up mm-hmm. And I feel like if I was getting a proper dog there that they they have that little coffin that they put it in um, that little like you know sort of it, it's it's the inverse of a cryogenic chamber that they put that dog and in, in with the bun and heat it up. I feel like if I, I, I that feels like that adds to the experience and I'm glad they do that. Uh, so mm-hmm. I thought the bun was good. I love their nachos. Their nachos are really great. You're absolutely right Adam about the little jalapenos. I'm sort of a heat seeker, so I like that they include those and you can get extra cheese dip and cup even though they forgot mine. Um and it was a good Coke Freestyle experience and I had a great time at the cinema. And you know what? I also like going to the movies. I've had I've had periods in, in my life where I, you know, I get anxiety from feeling trapped inside theaters. So like that's like a thing mm-hmm. like I don't like there were times in my life where I was like I don't like being in movie theaters. Because I feel like I can't, uh, you know, I just, I, I feel like I have to get out, but mm-hmm. I've kind of been working to get over <laughs> that. And, you know, post, yeah. uh, post-pandemic when things have reopened and I've been, we, Natalie and I have been going to more movies and, you know, as, as safely as possible and having a great time. <laughs> and I want AMC to succeed. I want, yeah, I don't want too. it to succeed. I'm rooting for him. So, why would I go lower than four forks putting it in the Golden Plate Club? Wow. Congratulations to AMC. Wow. Another, another Golden Plate Club entrant or Plate Club entrant period here in Dog Doe Bark Fest
2: 2021. Wow. And why, so, by the way, I think I just took a kernel out of my tooth from last night. But let me just say this that I was very nervous before the movie started because it was kind of like a chatty excited crowd and then some guy Uh kept playing like a song after each trailer which was annoying like on his phone yeah yeah and then guess what (laughs) quiet quiet as a church mouse in there afterwards there was Mm. no no noise throughout the entire theater which is wow which is my fear with with amc i feel like with kind of the more popular big theaters you're gonna get some noise it can happen at any theater but uh but Nothing last night, which was which was wow. a huge plus. So Wow.
3: Completely silent crowd. Nice prep for when I we would do our live show in New York in a couple weeks. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take a break. <laughs> we'll be back with more doughboys. Spoonman, I've always struggled with finding time to manage my finances. At the end of a busy week podcasting, the last thing I want to do is spend time budgeting all of my expenses or tracking down customer service teams to cancel old subscriptions I no longer use. But now I use Rocket
2: Money, and it does all of that for me. It makes sense because anytime I use therapy, I feel better. Mm. It's like going to the gym yes. for your mind. You That's get right. the gunk out, you feel better.
3: It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist
2: anytime. For no additional charge. Wags, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Doughboys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Doughboys.
3: Welcome back to Dog Dough bark Fest 2021, a month-long grill of hot dogs and pet dogs with our guest, Adam Gertler. Hi, Adam. Hi, guys. It's
4: been great chatting about uh,
3: hot dogs with you. Well, Adam, this will be Likewise. an interesting – I've had the time of my life today, and, and, and you've been so illuminating on so many topics. And, and this is something I wanted to loop you in on because, you know, Mitch, the three of us have been talking a lot about hot dogs today. But there is one style of hot dog that is pretty polarizing in America. And to discuss, we have a special guest mm-hmm. – Please welcome Dom, Dom Domalski, president of the Chicago Hot Dog Foundation, here to talk to us about the history of the Chicago dog. Hi, Dom. Hey,
1: guys. Good to be here. Good to see everybody. Thanks for having me.
4: Hey, thanks, for being, be here, here. thanks for being here, Dom. This Thanks for being here, Dom. Yep. Dom, I'm actually a big fan, so... Nice, Adam. Nice to, oh, yeah, I'm a wow. big
1: fan of yours too. I mean, uh, I've got oh, some wow, opinions amazing. on how you do your hot dogs. You know what I mean? Because I think we're the original here. But uh, I know I, I, I'm not here to get in any kind of fights or any kind of confrontations or anything like that. I'm here to just okay, great. Talk to you about the history mm-hmm. of the Chicago hot dog. Like you said, the most polarizing hot dog maybe on planet Earth.
2: That's right. Probably
1: not the most polarizing hot dog on another planet, but on this planet. Mm. people have opinions
2: yeah that's right i get you
4: you're, you're right people maybe the gleep corp
1: dog on venus or something is polarizing up there but if we're talking about planet yeah. earth
4: it actually took us a while before we could really take off in chicago when we opened there because dom as you know um the chicagoans they had a, an opinion about a los angeles-based restaurant group yeah opening up in chicago yeah. so yeah i for did sure that.
1: I, I i was one of your skeptics bud
2: yeah Dama, I've said it before, but you, uh, you know, you're a little bit up there. You're a little bit up there. Your own ass is over there in in Chicago. Uh,
1: oh, hey, are. hey, come
3: on.
2: I mean, yeah, he, he I, just said he didn't want a confrontation and you just went yeah, I pretty hard.
1: I'm not here to start a fight. I do need to before we do this, I do need to get to a little bit of business because um, mm-hmm. uh, this is my first time on the podcast. I've never That's I've right. never heard of your podcast previous to this, even though I'm in the food sector. Apparently, you guys are big there. <laughs> Uh, I hadn't heard of you, but that's my. I had to ask my daughter about you guys.
2: Wow. Your daughter listens?
1: Yeah. She told me that her boyfriend really loves your podcast.
2: Okay. That's very common. Yeah. yeah that um, makes sense.
1: But the uh, first thing I need to do just before we go D- can on. I, can I, here, I ask you a question, Dom? Of course. Does, yeah.
2: Does she ever have and to And then like, I do write... need
1: to get to my business, but then go
2: ahead. Does she ever write in like for her boyfriend to the Doughboys? Yeah. Because we're getting a lot of that lately, too. Yeah.
1: I... This kid that she's been dating for a few years now, I don't he's like Yeah. He's like the wettest little noodle. The kid has yeah. no confidence.
0: <laughs> I, you, you, I wouldn't, you, I wouldn't you, you, be surprised.
1: Look. He barely he comes over to dinner sometimes and he's like, Can you ask your dad to pass the mashed potato? It's like, just ask me. I'll give it to you. Right. What's yeah. the shame in wanting
2: mashed potatoes? We don't like to use throw this word around too much, but he's a cuck, right? Basically. Yeah. I wouldn't
1: wouldn't use that language either. I well, if you're are you you talking about a cuck in like the clinical sense, like a like a cuckold, like someone who has that fetish? uh,
2: Yeah, I guess that, too. Yes. Or just like the sort of
1: modern terms of like, a you know, a cuck that you'd find in urban dictionary.
2: Mm, I made a little from column A and a little from column B. But but he's a a guy
3: who is a wet noodle of a man. He's a guy who wears a hot salad T-shirt. Enough said. We, right. we get his character. And
1: I don't know, really. I've seen him wear that T-shirt to dinner, and again, I'm like, I don't even know what that is. What is the context of that? And he's like, he's like, Sandra, Sandra's my daughter. He goes, Sandra, will you tell him? And I go, you can tell me yourself. Sandra, will you tell him what it is? And then I go, you know what? I don't want to know. Let's put the game on. Let's put the Bears game on.
3: Uh, you had some uh, business to get to, Dom.
1: Okay. Yes. So, um, so like I said, I'd never heard of your podcast. Mm-hmm. Never even, they said, Doughboys. I said, I don't know what that is. Is that some kind of baking thing? They said, Nope, it's a fast food chain podcast, but uh, I wanted to make sure to, uh, just uh, get your full names here just for a little bit of business that I need to do. So if you guys could give me just the hosts of the show, uh, Adam, nice to see you. And, uh, Emma was kind enough to, uh, I don't need your information. You're a trustworthy person, and you've just been so helpful every step of the way in getting me on here. But I do need the two, the two hosts, to give me their full names, please.
2: I'm uh, I'm I'm Michael uh, D Mitchell Donovan, okay. uh, Mike D Mitchell. Okay, Mike and, D. I'm and, writing that down.
3: I, I'm I'm sorry. Why do you need this? Excuse me. Why like why do you need our full names for a uh, guest on a podcast? Okay.
1: Well, I need I need my boys down at the firehouse to do background checks on you guys before I approve to this being aired, okay? I don't just talk to any creep okay. on the internet. You understand? I'm I am the I am Dom Demulski, president of the Chicago Hot Dog Foundation, okay, here to yeah. talk about the history of Chicago dogs. I don't just that's a prestigious uh position, you understand? Okay. That's fair, like fair enough. I I'm basically Basically, me in Chicago is like the president of the United States in the United States. Do you understand? I'm a protected individual. I have my own secret service. I wow. I'm the only you, person wow. who knows the history of the Chicago hot dog.
4: Wow. If,
1: I'm, if I'm lost, that information is lost. Do you understand? I, I can I
4: I confirm do, I, that Dom has yeah. got quite a reputation within our industry.
3: <laughs>
1: Thank you, Adam. Oh, wow.
3: Okay, I, I apologize for doubting your credentials. So uh, uh, do,
1: I've got Michael Donovan Mitchell here. Okay, that's right. And uh, you, the uh, the the long-haired one. What's your name?
3: My my. I mean, my name is is the Burger Boy Nick Weiger, but uh, my full legal name is Nicholas Frank Weiger. And you know, sometimes I go by Frank, which means <laughs> it's time to review the weekend hot dog news in another edition of Let Me Be Wh- Frank.
2: What? Wags.
0: Hot dog, simmer in the city Great of my grill, getting greasy and gritty Toast bun, don't it look pretty Sucking on a dog like you're sucking on a titty Pork and beef, sausages and long bread Rolling on a roller grill, mustard and braille dish One bite, it's a different world Swap dog bites with a girl Munch on, munch on, and chomp all night Despite the farts, it'll be alright That taste, when the casing has snapped Later that day, you'll for sure have to nap As it simmers in the city Like you're sucking on a titty You ain't nothing but a hot dog frying all the time You ain't nothing but a hot dog frying all the time you ain't never been a burger and you ain't no lunch of mine Well they said you were sandwich, well that was just a lie Yeah they said you were sandwich, well that was just a lie You're just a bun around a wiener so you sure don't qualify What a grill with charcoal or propane heated right. What a grill. I'm cooking and I'll melt cheese on you. What a clog in my heart like Nacho Supreme. I give my lunch, not for burgers, but for you, Frank Eater, on my plate, there'll be no bun else, Prime, it's the cut I use for you. Frank Eater I grill in my dreams Frank Eater
2: I don't know who you are I don't know what you want If you're looking for Franks, I can tell you that I don't have buns. But what I do have are a very particular set of grills. Grills I have acquired over a very long career. Grills that make me a nightmare for people like you. If you let my hot dog go now, that'll be the end of it. I will not cook you. I will not chew you. But if you don't, I will marinate you. I will brine you. And I will grill you. That was a monologue from Frankenwigs. Very good. But since we're talking wow. AMC, it's a double movie monologue today, Wigs. Wow. Here we go. Tonight, you pukes will sleep with your hot dogs. You will give your hot dogs a nickname because these are the only doggies you people are going to get. Your days of wiener schnitzel and old Oscar F. Mayer and his purdy pink wiener mobile <laughs> are over. You're married to this Frank, this tube of meat and bun, and you will be hungry Poor it. Prepare to Frank, Frank, poor, pray. This, this is my hot dog. dog. There, there are many others like, like it, it, but, but this, this one, one is, is mine. mine. My, my hot dog is my best, best friend. friend. It is, is my, my life. I, I must mustard, mustard it as I must mustard my life. Without, Without me, my me, my hot dog is useless. Is useless. Without, Without my, my hot, hot dog, dog, I am useless.
4: I, I must eat my hot dog true.
2: true. I, I must, must apply condiments straighter than my enemy who is, enemy, who is trying to eat my Frank. Frank. I must eat it before he eats it. it. <laughs> I will. Before God, I, <laughs> I swear this creed. My hot dog, dog and, and myself are defenders, are defenders of my barbecue. We are the, the masters of our grill. Our grill. We, we are, are the saviors of my meal. So be it until there is no hot dogs, but, but empty plates. plates. Amen. Wow. Wow. Special guest, Mookie Blakelock, who I texted this to as he was doing his segment to jump on and help me out. Oh, sorry, Dom. Wow. So, yeah, Mookie hopped on real quick and then got out of here. but Dom (laughs) is with
3: us now. Yeah,
1: there was some guy that just hopped on just to do a bit with you. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that was Mookie. Does he still get paid for that?
3: Um,
2: We'll uh, talk about it later. Yeah, we'll text him (laughs) later. one thing I didn't plan beforehand is that there is, you know, when you do stuff online, there's just a little bit of uh a lag. So no, sh- it's hard. It's to-
0: all synced up, don't
2: worry. Well,
3: oh. It's a, l- it's a little tough to time, but but yeah. Emma will do her magic. It sounded good to me. It, and I, I just <laughs> we have we have some breaking choose here. In the time uh that we did that intro, uh, Adam's daughter was born and graduated middle <laughs> school. So <laughs> congratulations.
4: <laughs> Thank you so much. Poppy is a big fan of the show.
3: <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh so uh so hey uh uh Mr. Slice, let's go ahead and Google hot dogs and see oh, if yeah. we have any news we, we can really talk about don't with our experts news. Adam and uh and Dom Domalski.
2: Wise, how much time do we have here? Uh just like ten seconds? Yeah, we we could we could do a story or two. Yeah, we don't have a lot of time.
3: Do you guys right. need me here or
2: uh Um I mean,
3: you're already here, so. Okay, I mean, I have. I guess if you want to go,
1: you can. Dogs. I mean, I, I'll, I'll stick yeah. around. I got nothing to do. You know, the uh, we're a couple hours ahead here in Chicago, so, uh, you know, the sure. sun's going down, and my day's about to be over. So I'll give you guys a little overtime.
3: And and everything's okay with the background checks?
1: Uh, we're still waiting to go, for those to come back. Again, we'll okay. record this, and then if I find your background checks to be unsavory, I'll just tell you not to air the episode.
3: Okay, so the listeners will find out.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I I don't mean cut my segment. I mean don't air the entire episode.
3: Okay, yeah, okay. I you know we did sign a, an agreement with you in advance. To, yeah, uh, geez, and, we and are, ketchup on the we'll end of a hot abide dog. By that.
2: <laughs> I I gotta say here's some good news, Adam. Oh yeah, I'm not sure if uh, there's one of the uh, Chicago Tribune, which Dom you'll like this too. Impossible Nuggets land at Chicago's doghouse in rare supply. Do you know of this? Wow. Is this your?
4: Is oh this yeah, a different- no, no. This is, uh, you know, I meant to mention that when we were talking about um, some of our plant-based stuff, because it's becoming such an increasing, you know, portion of what we're doing. Yeah, we launched Impossible Nuggets not too long ago. Um, And then I think it was, we did it like we had a short supply very early on. I think they've recovered. But yeah, it was like, as soon as we launched it, a lot of us were out of it very quickly as well. Um, And we're doing sort of like a take on hot chicken with those. Uh, we're doing them with barbecue sauce, with um, uh, like a chipotle honey sauce. So we're kind of offering it as like almost like a wing or boneless wing kind of alternative kind of thing. And they're, they're good. I mean, if you're already taking the nugget thing, like they're they're pretty impressive. Dom, I wow. mean, I'm not sure how you feel about a plant-based nugget, but.
1: You know, I'm an old school guy. You know, I like things the way I like them. I'm an old man. <laughs> but, you know, I do know, you know, from my daughter, of course, Sandra, um, mm-hmm. you know, she's opened my eyes to a lot of things, you know, and I tried a couple of those impossible nuggets. I've tried a couple of impossible burgers. And I got to say, the only thing that's impossible about it is how they make it taste so much like a damn burger and chicken nuggets. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I hope I don't know if they're moving to the impossible uh, hot dog yet. That's. That's scary to me. Hot dogs are near and dear to my heart. I mean literally, I have a hot dog hey. right near my heart in my chest that's been there for decades.
3: <laughs> oh my god. I want to get that looked at. Oh,
1: like I've looked like at it. it many times. That's <laughs> not what I meant.
2: Why why is it, this, this, yeah. to me the, the the source the source of the news is with us on the app. I mean how, you can't get any more uh, how, how much more frank can you get than that? That's incredible. How about but that? <laughs> Here's here's another here's another article. A hot dog handout at Halloween. This place is handing out hot dogs on Halloween. Mm, That's that's what I'm Uh, talking about. I like that. The city of, oh, I can't even say it. Uh, Ossian? Ossian? City of, uh, well, there's a hot dog Halloween handout. Kids event will be uh, be, uh, from 5 to 7 p.m. on Halloween day, October 31st, or Halloween night.
3: I'm realizing I don't. I don't even remember what I would ever have for dinner on Halloween. I always feel like I would just save my mm. appetite to try to have as much candy, but th- there's no way that's possible. There's no way my parents let me leave the house without having some proper meal and then just go yeah. binge on just candy.
4: It's it's definitely far from your mind though, so I can't imagine, yeah. you know, it's like so unimportant to you yeah. like you're just trying to right. get out there, coordinate your trick-or-treating strategy. It's like Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's the last thing you care about. Dom, I'm guessing you probably had a hot dog. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you
1: know, what we do in my neighborhood on Halloween is we get the whole we get the whole block involved. So one house gives out the bun, the next one gives out the dog, the next one's got a pickle, the next one's wow. got sliced tomato, the next one's got green relish, and the last one puts on the chopped onion on top.
2: Wow,
3: that seems so that, yes, that's an entire block of houses then to make one Chicago dog. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It seems like I mean I feel I feel like the kids maybe would just want some candy at this point too. Yeah.
1: Okay, well, they can go to another block. I'm not holding them hostage there. <laughs> There's
4: multiple <laughs> kinds of pickles on that hot dog, too. Uh, like, yeah, not just one. Oh kind. yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, you get the spear. And, and you like get the you want, relish. If you, yeah,
1: if you want the spe- if you want the sweet pickle, you go across the street to to Mary's house. If you want the kosher dill, you go you go next to me over at over at the uh, the Franklin's house. Right. I give out the dogs. Yeah. If anyone else tries to give out dogs on the block, I, and I'm and I'm head of the homeowners association too, so.
3: Oh, you don't. Both. You don't
1: mess with me. You don't go. Maybe I'll do hot dogs this year. No, you won't. You
3: understand? No. No, you don't no. want to mess with those homeowners <laughs> associations. Jesus, uh, oh, Adam, yeah. do, you, do you have any favorite
4: Halloween candies? Oh yeah, I mean, old school classic. It's very common to be said, but the Reese's peanut butter cup. I also. Yes. I'm a big proponent. Do you, do you like of- the? Do you like the full size cup? Sorry, or the mini cup? I was just gonna go there. I like the full size cup. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that's how you get the best ratio. Although I do like that you get that really strong chocolate ridge with the mini cup. I do like the mini cup. What I don't like is like uh, a Halloween pumpkin shaped Reese's peanut Mm. butter cup or the Easter eggs that have way too much peanut butter in them. Oh, Um, we like
2: those, but we're, we're, you know, we're, I mean, we're, we're losers and we like more
4: peanut butter, of course. No, no, listen, I like all of them. To each their own, but I've noticed like some of those candies, like we did, we talked about Kit Kats the last time I was on the Doughboys That's right. and like the big cat to me is just not as good as the regular size cat. You know, sometimes they mess up the ratio of the wafer to the chocolate or the peanut mm-hmm. butter. I also do. I mentioned Milk Duds. I love the little box of Milk Duds you get with like three or four. Super yeah, those fun. are fun. Yeah. Um, I'm a You're gummy a milk guy. Milk Dud fan it yeah. seems.
2: Oh, I, I'm a I love hey, a I'm Milk a... Dud. Yeah. Weiger doesn't. Weiger thinks gummy isn't yummy, but I am a gummy yeah. fan as
4: well. No, I love a gummy gummy worm on Halloween. That's special. That's nice.
2: Oh yeah, that rules. That's a, that's that's you. got a nice treat if you get if you get one of those because those are rare. But I nice uh,
1: gummy worm just lay, stick it inside of a bun with some ketchup and mustard on it. <laughs> <laughs> Happy <yeah>. Halloween,
2: <laughs> Dom. I don't know about that one, but I. But here, yeah, here's okay. what I can say, I, Dom. I'm wondering if if uh, you've heard of this, but. Chung Chun's TikTok famous rice dogs. In- I promise you I haven't heard of it. Okay. <laughs> rice dog. Rice famous rice dogs in Toronto. I don't know what these these famous TikTok rice dogs are, Wags, but it seems to be uh, a TikTok phenomenon. Seems- that's something mm-hmm. I'd TikTok have to consult phenomenon.
1: my daughter about. Okay. Yeah.
2: She yeah. may know. But that's,
3: but that's blowing up. It's now, they're, they're saying basically it went from a TikTok trend to being a restaurant or the restaurant was the
2: TikTok trend. I I guess it is a restaurant that is a TikTok trend to go and try it. Okay. If you're a fan of street food, you might have heard the Korean fried hot dog on a stick Mm -hmm. that came to Mm -hmm. Toronto in 2019 and has been blowing up TikTok ever since. Toronto's Chung Chun rice hot dog serves up Korean rice dogs, a popular Korean street food that is basically a hot dog wrapped in rice flour, rice flour batter and fried. Mm -hmm. Wow. Uh, Chung Chun has uh, several takes on this from a mozzarella cheese hot dog to one wrapped in ramen chips, and even has a version dipped in squid ink batter instead of rice flour.
4: Wow. That sounds yeah. Have it's you good. seen yeah. these all Korean hot dogs, guys? Have you seen these? Yes. Yeah. I've seen yeah. them. Yeah. I mean, they're doing it's like basically taking the corn dog to levels beyond like the rice flours, I guess the batter, which, you know, like cornstarch in a batter makes it really crispy as opposed sure. to like soft and cakey which you know wheat flour would do and then they roll them in other things and then sometimes they put a gap in the hot dogs and put a chunk of cheese right they go like bit of hot dog chunk of cheese bit of hot dog chunk of cheese alternating along the skewer damn it's, sounds great it's some next level shit yeah yeah do you do you like
3: corn dogs in general
4: yes Yes, I yeah. do. We, we do a root beer battered corn dog at Doghouse, which they did even before I joined up with them, and I've always thought is the coolest idea. Like, and that's the liquid. We basically have our dry mix, and we add mm-hmm. root beer to it. So it just gives it a just, you know, because root beer has a lot of sort of like spices in the background of it. So it really, it's sweet, but it also just gives it a, a little complexity. But um, no, and, you know, and we'll do those with the Beyond sausages as well. Um, or any of our sausages will corn dog, not just the beef dogs. Like we'll corn dog literally anything. Wow, damn,
2: that's that's yeah. that's a uh, that sounds right up Dom's alley too. But it's also up my alley mm, to corn yeah. dog. Any, if you can corn dog anything, I'm there. Absolutely, uh, we we do a Chicago dog
1: here where. We corn dog the dog. We deep fry the pickle, the tomato, the relish, everything. <laughs> Everything's fried, and we put it on top. Huh. You know, when I was growing up, a corn dog was an ear of corn in a bun with ketchup and mustard.
2: Oh, my
4: God. Yeah. sounds loud. Is- but I
2: I'm
1: all, I know. I'm the old man here.
4: There was the Chicago <laughs> hot dog shortage in the 50s. That's when that happened. Yeah. I, I might have had
1: something to do with that. <laughs> no, a lot of people died, but I, I, I'm, I'm joking. But. <laughs> It was it was a really tragic event,
2: but wow! I like that we can look
1: back on it and laugh now.
2: Well, only you did really, but but I will say only you were laughing at the death (laughs) part of it all. But but I will say we're very happy that you you made it through. And you know what we're we're kind of out of we're kind of out of ideas. But uh, Mm. here, there's I mean we just we've done this twice this year, so there's there's no more news things. And there's like things about war dogs. Like there's like an electronic war dog, and then there's also. Uh, things about dressing up your dogs for Halloween, which we've already talked about. Wags. The last thing I saw was a recipe for cooking with Chef Brian. It says hamburger hot dogs, making these little uh, these hamburger these hamburger. I've
3: dogs. seen those. Yes, yeah, they're they're it's the it's the 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 hot dog form factor, but with a
4: patty. Hmm. I prefer what um, what Tony Luke was doing in Philly, going the other mm. direction. That yeah, to me I is a the- little bit more. Sure. That's
2: I I agree with that. Dom, how do you feel? Do you, would you would you like a hamburger, hot dog, or or what, what do you think there?
1: I'll try anything between a hot dog bun. I really, it, you know, it reminds me of the burger dog. Remember that from the uh, from the old Cosby show?
2: Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not yeah. watching as much anymore. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> yeah. They
1: pulled them all off the air. I don't know why. <laughs> oh well, well, Dom Demalski. <laughs> oh, is that my cue? All right. Hey guys, good news. Background checks came back. We're, go- we're good to go. You can air it. Yeah,
3: Love it. Dom Domolsky, thank you so much for joining us from the Chicago Hot Dog Foundation.
2: All right, guys. Take care, Dom. Thank you for being Take here. Take care, buddy. Okay, guys. Bye. We love you. Wow. So he had never heard of Cosby, it seems like.
3: Uh, yeah, <laughs> he just, we <laughs> just move on.
2: Okay. All right. That was Let Me Be Frank. Just like a restaurant, we value your feedback.
3: Let's open up the feedback. And today we have an email from Mary at Murray Clumps from New Jersey. Mary writes, hi to Nick, mm. Mitch, Emmer, and the dogs.
2: Over wow, lockdown, you, I got very. Did did she spell did she spell it like my pronunciation, or did you get or did you say it like me? She's she spelled it Emmer. She spelled it
3: out Emmer. <laughs> okay. I <laughs> do right. Nick, Mitch, Emmer, and the dogs. Over <laughs> lockdown, I got very much into making pigs in a blanket. I was making a lot of pigs in a blanket, probably too many. Sometimes I would have them on a salad or with a side of sweet potato fries, but other times I would just have them on a plate for dinner. There has been a great debate of how many hot dogs count as a meal, which I believe ranges somewhere between two and three. But my question is, how many pigs in a blanket count as count as a wow. meal? Wow. I, I it's been a while since I've had pigs in a blanket, uh, to be honest. Like I I've, I've maybe had it a couple times as adult as a novelty, but it's been over 10 years. Now we're we talking,
2: have, are we talk, there's, there's two ways though. There's the mini pigs yeah. in the blankets and the big ones, but yes, Adam, have you had a pigs in the blanket in the, in a while? I'm, I'm, I'm guessing you maybe sooner than us.
4: Well, I mean, as a kid, that was the one thing. If I was ever at like a bar mitzvah or something and things were being passed around, that was the item you're looking for. Hot sure. dog and puff pastry. I mean, there's nothing better than that. Um, not so many very recently. Um, I did experiment with making, like, my own version of one. I made a pork belly hot dog with just pork belly that I whipped into a hot dog form and put that in a kolache dough, which is like a mm. Texas Texas sort of, like, pastry kind of thing that they do yes. sausages in. Um, so, I, I mean, yeah. I mean, in general— I'm I'm a big fan of this concept, but yeah, no, it's been a while since I've had the classic um, appetizer size with the tiny tiny Frank.
3: Yeah, I'm I'm realizing that I probably I think maybe the last time I've had them was at a wedding because I feel like it's like a, a I've sometimes seen that as like oh here's a fun odor for a wedding this is a this is a fun little appetizer someone's walking around Odourve? with some things in a blanket odor however you say it um I forget, and uh, I now. <laughs> yeah but but I uh, but there the the you know Mary is asking about poor about how many. If you're having those mini ones, I mean, I could take like 10 to the dome pretty easily. Like, I could could have a lot of the mini ones. Yeah. The mini ones, I think you're going like maybe 20 for a meal. Uh, But, but so so this must be a full size sausage mm pigs in the blanket, which I, which has been a while since I've had one of those. That, that's probably the same, same, same answer as a hot dog, right? It's like, it's like two or three. I'd say two Uh, to
4: three. Yeah. You're going to get a much more, calories in the crust yeah, of, sure. of of right because good point you know but but it depends if you're talking about like an Auntie Anne's like pretzel dog that's still probably more calories than a bun but not as much as say like the puff pastry from your classic um, dog so I'd say two two you're probably good but you also got that real kind of greasy full too from like oh wow yeah. like if yeah. you're just talking about the hot dog meat itself yeah you could go on quite a while just down in dogs
2: yeah. i think two's a good answer two's a great two two is a great answer why we when we we were testing a bunch of hot dogs for the jason sheridan episode my mom and i it was three and a half yes was our dinner and we didn't really eat anything else there was like a little pasta salad that i had a, a bite of and a couple of jason tatum chips, but it was like that three and a half stuffed me good that was that was more than enough and yeah i think i think yeah so probably closer to two for the pigs in a blanket would is is maybe more so than three but Somewhere in there, and uh, Mitch, like you're saying, Adam, you're gonna you're gonna get it stuffed out quicker.
4: Yes, Mitch. Had you ever had specials on the East Coast? Did you? Do they? I don't know if they even had like a lot of Jewish style delis in in the Boston area.
2: There are there are some there there are some like uh, I feel like in Brookline. I'm trying to think of where uh, my godfather's sister was just telling me, but the like uh, for me the like Jewish delis way more so when uh like you know when I visited New York or L.A. Uh, they, like we have we we'd have deli like there were a lot of like Irish de- you know like just delis where you could get sandwiches that were basically the same thing, but um and a few a few Jewish delis, but I had
4: them less when I was younger. Yeah, well, because we used to get these things called specials, which were just like hot dogs, Spe- but specials. Fatter. Yeah, they called them specials on the menu. Oh okay. shit! I think in in fact they were probably some version of what's called a knockwurst, which is kind of just okay. like a big fat hot dog. Yeah. Um, but they would just do that on a plate. I remember getting that. And like my dad would be like, you want to get some specials? And there would just be two of those fat hot dogs on a plate with beans, the like just baked beans. I love that. Great. <laughs> I loved it. Beans
2: were always like baked beans and dogs were. That's like one way I, that I forgot it because I said mac and cheese the other night. And I'm like, oh yeah, baked beans with dogs in them. That's the other way to eat them. And I definitely sure. had that growing up. Yeah. But no, I don't know if I ever had any specials. Those, those sound great.
3: I've never heard it called specials, but I've one hundred percent gotten a knockwurst deli, a knockwurst uh, dinner, rather at a Jewish deli at uh, Izzy's in Santa Monica. I used to go there, and that used to. Oh, be Oh yes, go-to. of course,
4: yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know if they're still I mean, around anymore, but um... I think they might have closed. Unfortunately, I think but they might have yeah.
3: closed.
2: I liked Izzy's too. Izzy's was good.
3: Yeah. Yeah, but I but it but it was a, it was a great meal. You get like two big knockwursts and a bit and a whole, and a bed of beans, like you were describing. and Then usually like a little
4: side of coleslaw or whatever salad you want. It's mm-hmm. just like, man, oh that was, yeah, it, no, the coleslaw is the perfect uh, yeah. cool complement to that whole combination. That's that that makes the whole thing. I mean, and then the pickles that they give you, the barrel fermented oh, yeah. pickles, which are the smaller size, and I would just eat thirty of those. To go.
3: Uh, I was at Izzy's once, and I asked for mustard, and they brought me seven
2: different mustards. Wow. Wow. this is unbelievable. <laughs> why well, I guess again yeah. the answer is maybe just another three dog night. Uh, right. I see those hot dogs start to roast now.
4: <laughs> so wait, I did Great I miss kids. why he sings Creedence They're songs when he's talking up. about three dog night? Is that a we're leaning into it? We're, oh, le- we're leaning okay, into it. All right. Right,
3: Mitch. Mitch doesn't know the difference between Creedence Clearwater Revival and Three
4: Dog Night. Ah, I see. These are comments that you received, so you really just want to just. Go we're trying
2: to, yeah, we're doing what people do, and we're just annoying listeners more. That's the that's the way we're solving it. <laughs> oh, okay, then yes, it works for us for whatever reason. Someone someone was saying that there was a, a, a better version of the song. We made up the song on the spot. What did you want from us? Yeah, what do you want? There's a hot dog on the I don't I forgot what they what their plus stuff version of. Anyways, we fucked up. I didn't know that we had so many fucking 75-year-old men that listen to the podcast that were mad that we were confused fucking credence and Yes. three dog night for God's sakes.
3: Yes. Sorry that these bands that my father introduced me to, <laughs> uh, that we, we were not intimately familiar with their catalogs.
2: That can S- sound similar sometimes. Yeah. Fucking. God damn it. Speaking of your father's bands,
4: I'm going to see the Stones tonight. I know. We're going to get you out of here.
2: Let's fucking wrap up the show, (laughs)
3: Wags. We'll wrap up the show, uh, but the the answer is two pigs in a blanket from uh, Adam Gertler himself. Uh, so there you go, Mary. And if you have a question or comment about the world of chain restaurants, you can email us at doughboyspodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 830-GOTO. That's 830-463-6844. And to get the Doughboys Double our Weekly Bonus Episode, you can join the Golden or Platinum Play Club at patreon.com slash doughboys. Adam Gertler, thank you for being so generous with your time and your knowledge and your expertise and and your talents. We're, we're, we're very excited to have you on the podcast, especially for this month. Uh, so thank you so much for making time for us um, yes uh, we we obviously love dog house uh, uh, feel
4: free to plug that and anything else you would like to plug thank you guys thank you again it's been a great dog Dobark bark Fest so far um, mm-hmm. and I just want to say you know the, during the whole pandemic while I was like working in restaurants and stuff it was great that you guys were out there doing the good work of eating the food that we were making for you. I' um, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yes, there's one way to see that. Is like, yeah, we were out there risking our lives to cook for you and you were you sure. know, safely at home <laughs> ordering it. But, you know. No, we're it, heroes. We're heroes it's too. <laughs> much like Venom. It's a symbiotic relationship, right? We can't exactly. have one without the other. Um, yes, no, definitely check out Doghouse. Uh, if there's a doghouse near you, you can also find online Badass Breakfast Burritos, Bad Mother Clucker for chicken sandwiches as well, which are both brands of ours. Um, I used to do the DC movie news podcast. Um, and I think actually by the time this comes out, that'll be over, but we're going to do a reunion to talk about DC fandom. So if you want to check that out, it will exist out there. Um, and uh, yeah, no, it was great to be here guys. Thanks so much. Yeah. You rule dude. Thank, Thank you. you. I,
2: I, I can't wait to get back and uh, try some of those burritos and, and uh, go get back to doghouse too. Uh, on too. On top of all of that, I, oh. I, uh, you make great food over there and, and uh, you know what? Tonight, I hope that the Stones sing, uh, I hear hurricanes are blowing Yes, yes. <laughs> yes, their big hit off the Tattoo You album. <laughs> it's going to be a fun concert.
3: That'll don't know this episode of Doughboys until you know, next time. For Mr. Slice, Mike Mitchell, I'm Nick Weiger. Happy eating. See ya. On the next Doughboys Double, what's your favorite scary movie? Is it the 2011 talking dog comedy Spooky Buddies? Then you're in luck. As we wrap Dog Do Fest 2021, Paul Rust returns to review a Halloween movie about puppies rescuing a small town from an evil wizard. Spoiler alert: it sucks. Get the Doughboys double every Tuesday only at patreoncom doughboys. Want to see the sources for this week's intro? Check the episode description. That was a headgum podcast.